back once again, everyone. For Cadence Idol News Network, I'm Melody Parsons. We apologize for the extended break just now. Continued technical difficulties and government-mandated delays have kept our broadcast from resuming for much longer than anticipated. While this afternoon's matches have already concluded, we know that our most dedicated fans will be disappointed if we leave our previous commentary unfinished. So, if you haven't already caught up on the tournament results online, here's what you missed. First up, let's follow up on the potentially disastrous incident that knocked out communications at the Mirrorball earlier today. You hear a crack, and something from above comes whistling down, and it's a very large crystal that is coming down directly towards Tiara. What do you do? Oh, boy. Um, I mean, because systematically on a miss, I do lose one cool point. Yeah, and I think it's probably clear that, like, with the movement, it's clearer than you would have wanted it to be that you made that happen. Yeah. So at the very least, like, uh, Trixie is a trickster and she's a bit of a mean girl. She's not murderous. Yeah. And this is a sharp crystal. It's like a long, like, narrow, pointy one. Yeah. So I do think she sees that in, like, rather than, like, push anybody out of the way, um, I think she, like, grabs Radiant Tiara and, like, yanks her away. Like, so she's moving forward and Trixie's moving back. And I think, like, Trixie kind of stumbles a little bit on her high heels, and the crystal comes crashing down, and it's just, like, yeah, it's just a lot. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah, and there, there's a gasp from the crowd that, like, oh, my God. <laughs> not only did it seem like you almost looked like you were going to murder this girl for a second, but then you pulled her out of the way, so they're not sure how to feel about that. Yeah, it seems like a lot. So you do lose one cool point. <laughs> also, I just remembered that, like, my dad's number one rule was, like, I don't get <laughs> Yeah, don't get hurt. Don't hurt others. Your dad, unfortunately, has disappointed dad look on his face right now. Oh, no. That's the real. That's, that's the worst why. consequence. That's why I lost the cool point. <laughs> oh, man. I told you it was going to come crashing down. <laughs> Just didn't know literally. Yeah. Well, the, the, the scores as they stand right now, by the way, are Trixie 4 and Tiara 3. So it's getting close. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, so, Tiara, how do you how do you react to this? Oh, goodness. I think that she probably would have been frozen in shock seeing the crystals start coming down from the ceiling on her. That is not exactly something that she signed up for. But getting pulled out of the way was also surprising. So she probably looks very confused. Like she's like, you know, in her superpowered state. So she's probably like not necessarily completely stable with her powers exactly. But like definitely, you know, she was feeling good. But then like suddenly her life is in danger. But um, I imagine she's kind of looking like she's going to cry a little bit. And she's definitely looking over at the older woman in the audience who is very out of place and who has been watching and probably very confused by everything, just for a lot of reasons. But um, part of her remembers that this is a competition and uh, she does have to collect herself. But... I would say she probably doesn't necessarily feel like directly like, I guess, aggressive towards Trixie because she did just save her life, Mm. even if she was also the cause of it. So, yeah, she's 
probably kind of nervous again, but is also full of all this light magic that she has to use. So I think she's going to really light up the stage again, kind of like bring things back, like break the awkward silence. (laughs) Sure. I think I think even at this point when the crystal came down and like the music stopped briefly because it seemed like one of the contestants might have been in danger. And I think maybe like it's silent for just a few long, uncomfortable moments until you start to sing again in the way that often Mm -hmm. happens in like idol shows where the idol will start singing despite everything going wrong. Of course. (laughs) Um, And then the music starts to come back in as you start to sing again. And uh, Trixie, I'm going to have you mark guilty. That's fair. That's that's (laughs) 100% fair. (laughs) But yeah, I think that she's going to really like make a, a larger light show. So obviously there are stage lights there also, but I think she's going to try to utilize the mirrors to not just highlight herself, but also highlight Trixie, like both of them together Aww. as they sing, because she doesn't want Trixie to feel that bad. <laughs> and then she is, uh, yeah, she's going to she's gonna continue singing and like, well, her idea is she wants to make the lights look like fairies, kind of. Oh, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so like dancing around them and then also coming out and um she already did fireworks before, so she has to make bigger fireworks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> this idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think as you're doing this, you hear like a soft like warning buzzer basically signaling that the, the match will be over soon. And mm-hmm. I'm going to give you both two more turns, including this one, before the match is over. Okay. Or two more turns each, I should say. So four total. Yeah, so I definitely think this is a case of uh, unleashing her powers. Yes, for sure. Okay, let's see how this goes. Hmm? Oh, Yay! All right. That's Yay. a 10. <laughs> all right. Hmm. So you get your cool point. And that effect basically goes exactly as you said. You have all this, again, light that is highlighting the both of you, um, highlighting the entire stage and the magical firefly lights dance around you. It's very literally magical, but also aesthetically magical. <laughs> And you have the big fireworks going off above you as well. And I think it's making you both feel a little bit better after what just happened. Yeah, I think so. And you also get your two options from the list. Hmm. Well, considering that I just said this was to highlight both of them, I think I'm going to take one additional cool point, but then also give another cool point to Trixie. Yay! That's why I included that option, Angel. Just for moments like this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Trixie is so touched. Um, Yeah, so I think in this moment, as they're both like starting to sparkle or whatever, Trixie is actually going to do what this move is probably titled, and she is going to dance. She's not the best dancer. It's part of the reason why she she can keep a rhythm, but like she is no queen bee. She is no bane kitten, if you will, but she does know how to memorize a dance. So she is going to dance and start doing one of Radiant Tiara's like famous TikTok dances. Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I would let you roll that as a straight dance like you want to win with whatever stat you think is appropriate for that. I would say probably superior feels best to me or savior, but I, I think superior is better for you stat wise. I was afraid you were going to say mundane because I was going to die. Because <laughs> you were going to um, what? 
if if you had said mundane, I would have died because I have no, a negative no. two in that. <laughs> no, it's not. Because it's like mundane, a social connection. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I think because it's not aggressive and it's not using your powers, um, and I think it's it's either going to be based on your skill, which is superior, or your like musical or dancing talent, which is savior. So I think either one of those would be fine. All right, let's do superior then. Doesn't even matter. I gotta say. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, I'm losing it. Okay. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, I'm not gonna inflict a terrible condition on you for this. I think you're okay. just gonna like, you know the dance, but you haven't practiced it much, so you're just not gonna do it very well. So you're just not gonna look very cool doing it. <laughs> I mean, also like, I am right next to the person who created this dance. Exactly. So yeah. like. You know she looks cooler than I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm not even going to inflict a condition on you for this. I'm just going to take the cool point away. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so sorry, Trixie, you tried. I think you get some appreciation for trying, but um, you just can't hold a candle in this dance right now. This is what I get for being nice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think this is also going to be very interesting because based on the conversation they'd had before the match, Tiara did not think that Trixie was aware of her on Idol Talk. So <laughs> suddenly seeing that, oh, she actually not just knows who she is, but she knows one of her dances, even if she didn't do a great job, is still like very flattering. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, uh, Tiara, I guess this is your last move. So what, how would you like to finish the match off for yourself? Hmm, yeah, well, gosh, I think what she's probably going to do is, I mean, she just did a huge, awesome move. So I guess it's kind of provoking, but um, she's going to use what just happened to do the same move and then like continue dancing and kind of like get obviously the audience is a little full so they can't do the full dance but she's gonna choose a dance that's like easier to do like you know just in a small space because idol talk you don't get to move around a lot in the dances so oh yeah for sure yeah she's gonna try to get the audience to dance along with her like sure i almost imagine this being like almost like a caramel dancing type thing because of like the cat connection oh my god yes. yeah yeah <laughs> Like, not that exact dance, but something similar. Yeah, I was going to say, she definitely does not know what that is, but... um, (laughs) She's too young. Uh, Yeah. Uh, What a renaissance queen if she did. (laughs) If she reinvented caramel dance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but she's definitely going to do, like, a cat-based dance, and, yeah, I guess guess it's just... Is this provoking, then, in that case? Yeah, I think because you're trying to get the audience to do something specific. Yeah, I would roll that as a provoke. Okay. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Tiara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Incredible. so that's a 10 on that one. <laughs> so you're going to do this dance flawlessly as expected, again, as the inventor of the immensely popular kitty cat can- <laughs> dance or whatever it is. Kitty cat can can. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so you get your one cool point and you get two options. I think because this is the end, I think she's going to go ahead and take an additional cool point and hmm I think she's gonna you know she has to remember she is at a competition so I think she's gonna try to inflict a condition on Trixie sure Liv what do you think this would instill in Trixie um probably insecure because like ah uh, damn yeah <laughs> yeah I, I think the same I, thing <laughs> yeah I guess we really are in different leagues Oh. <laughs> this is like the last move right yeah 
if you take a look over your shoulder, you see the the holographic counter behind you is ticking down closer and closer past 30 seconds to closer to zero. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Ooh, okay, yeah. I know what she's gonna do. So I think Trixie is going to step away and, like, strut downstage, finish doing one last little verse to finish everything out. She's gonna hit whatever ad lib she has at the very end. But as she is walking and rapping, she's going to keep walking and she's going to try to manifest hard light steps so that she can step up and like clear the audience's head and try to essentially walk on air as she like Mm. makes her last little move in this performance sure sounds cool one just a little you know stunning dazzling moment so sure (laughs) my powers all right Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was so afraid what was going to happen if she failed. <laughs> and I, I was, um, I was going to say you would take a minus one for that since that's one of your new powers, but thankfully that would be the same result since it's an 11. Uh, okay, cool. Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. So anyways, yes, you get your cool point for that. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just take another cool point. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> And you also get one more. Oh, 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 okay. Um, Yeah, so I will subtract one cool point away. All right. Since the, all eyes are on you in this moment as you do this incredibly impressive light stare move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, like, she's, you know, reaching down and, like, waving at people, trying to touch her hands or whatever as she walks across. Like, just that rock star moment. Yeah, and it looks amazing even, like, from the live stream audience because, like, the cameras tilt up to see you and the angle is, like, really cool and unconventional. Yeah. All right, awesome, yeah. That is my final move. <laughs> yeah, and as, as the counter gets closer to zero, you can both do one last big flourish that I'm not going to make you roll for. Uh, I would say, in the spirit of collaboration, that um, Tiara would do one last fireworks over Trixie. I was actually going to say, I think Trixie would, like, as, like, the last little beats are, like, playing out, I think she would actually, like, run back and grab Tiara and, like, run with her, like, down this platform, because I think she can support the two of them. So we can just kind of have, like, this, like, little moment of them, like, dancing together to, like, the last of the music um, on this, like, huge stand or whatever, which I'm sure, I'm sure the Radiant Tiara stands are losing it yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah she's right there yeah yeah (laughs) but yes you do you get this this lovely end collaboration moment with the both of you on these glowing stairs made of hard light uh, with this lovely angle and you're close to your audience and they're all going wild and shock of all shocks as the counter hits zero the way that the likes are counted it's it's rounded kind of like the way that um, social media likes say like like 1.3k or whatever once it gets past a certain point and you both finished essentially with the same number of likes rounded to whatever number that they finish at nice great perfect (laughs) since this is just the qualifying rounds they're not like interested in the like who won by one like more like (laughs) this is just Mm -hmm. to test Mm -hmm. the again qualifications of the idols going into the tournament so more than appropriate Mm -hmm. for to to just be equally good. Sounds good. (laughs) 
Yeah, so you get everybody cheering for you. Uh, your family, of course, is like so psyched to see you win. Uh, uh, well, not win. Well, you both won. You will both advance in the tournament going forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's effectively a win as far as all your fans are concerned. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody is cheering. Everybody's happy with this. And they're they're very... Uh, I think there's already the, the Idol Talk stands are already chatting, like, excitedly amongst themselves about... Tia collaborating with Trixie in the future and hoping for a video at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, I want to see the clone thing again. They could that could make a really cool video. Oh my god, oh my god. And the older lady who has been cheering for like Tiara, but in, in a very confused way, still looks a little confused, but seems to understand that this is a tie and that everybody's happy, and she's very happy for the both of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that tracks. I would assume that like most of the crowd, especially Tiara's fans, would also have their own phones out to like take videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the rhythmic stands are spreading their own videos as well, and, and uh, spreading the rhythmics hashtag um, hashtag mix it up. Yes. Oh, <laughs> if one of them like tries to get a video of Trixie, she definitely does like her little signature thing that she in my heart, has always desperately been trying to get to catch up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's just letting, like, spamming all of their videos and stuff. Thankfully, no one was harmed during the show at the Mirror Ball. The hanging crystal, which nearly struck Radiant Tiara, only damaged the stage itself and a ceiling-mounted wireless router. Sources close to the city council tell us that an emergency commission will be formed shortly to investigate safety at the Mirror Ball for future events. That is not to take away, however, from the incredible display of talent from both Radiant Tiara and Trixie. Both of these young performers recovered beautifully from what could have been a show-ending disaster. Not only that, but both idols seem to have put aside any differences between them from the competition and finished out their performances stronger for it. It is rare to see this level of camaraderie in such a competitive setting. That is a true mark of professionalism. You love to see it, folks. Idol fans everywhere are already clamoring to see Trixie's first official appearance on Radiant Tiara's channel, which seems sure to happen in the near future. Check out hashtag Radiant Trixie on Idol Talk to join in on the excitement. Next, let's shift our attention back to Queen Bee and Blue Stallion at the Cadence Maker Studio. You may have heard about this match on the news already, but folks, even if you have, you will definitely want to see this exclusive footage of the massive blue bombshell that no one could have seen coming. Take a look. I think Blue gives Queen Bee a little nod and like maybe a little bow after their dance is done. And he goes off like striding pretty confidently over to like the there's like an abstract section, I think, that's very like lots of colors like moving around, like almost like like it's somehow moving. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Basically, like just a cool Instagram wall. Yeah, just a cool Instagram wall. wall. I'm thinking, yeah, like also like cool, like music video vibes sort of thing where they're just Mm. like in a room 
that's a completely blank room that maybe has like cool lighting effects in the background but this one has like shapes moving in the background like almost like uh like lava lamp lava lamp shape sort of like oh, that, yeah, yeah. that type mm-hmm. of movement but like not necessarily sure. just strictly up or down just around you know who knows mm-hmm. how this works <laughs> right but yeah um he goes over and he like i don't know if he would speak to somebody but he somehow gets it set up so it's all blue and there's sort of blue lighting and he switches into another song and dance like little mini video thing that you can post just solo i think yeah like the last song he did solo was more of a ballad i think this one's got a little bit more of a beat to it like a little bit more of a tempo Mm. to it like sort of like moving more bluegrass almost all right but like with a little bit of an edge to it like um uh, this is gonna out me as being so basic um in far (laughs) as far as like internet music tastes but it's got a little bit of like like a little bit of a mother mother sound (laughs) in that like it's kind of got sort of like discordant dissonance stuff going on and i would like this to be a freak roll because i think he's gonna try to use his power where he can sing multiple notes at once oh sure although before you do i want to ask since (laughs) i get the feeling queen bee's probably frustrated at this point am i correct in saying so extremely Everything is going wrong. And I will remind you that sabotage is an option in this competition. So is there anything you'd like to do to interfere with this move before it goes off? Hmm. Yeah, and he definitely, like, yeah, he gave you his little nod and bow and, like, definitely left, like, he's just like, I got this. There was definitely an air of that, like, a little bit of dismissal. But again, it's the sort of vibe where you can't really tell if it's on purpose or if he's just oblivious to how he's coming off. (laughs) Hmm. I think Queen Bee has had it with this dumb, cute, huge boy, and she <laughs> really wants to do something about it. And this might be a good time to show off my newest move. Ooh. Dangerous Web. Mm. With Dangerous Web, I can leave a trap for someone. Oh. Dangerous Web. When you reveal a trap you've left for someone using your powers, roll plus your mask label. On a hit, your opponent trips into it and you get an opening on an opportunity. On a 10, take plus one forward to pursuing it. On a miss, the trap inadvertently leads to a dangerous escalation. Hmm. Okay so, then. You are behind a bunch of screens right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I've moved like maybe like two or three sets away from you. Mm-hmm. And you're about to show off your... Uh, voice powers. Yeah, I have foolishly turned my back on you. <laughs> and maybe you're gonna raise your voice a little bit. Yes. So, no one can really see it, but there's a few bees perched on the back of those screens, and the moment you get a little louder than usual, I think my supercharged disco bees are gonna send a surge into the screens and make them explode, and make it look like you did that. <gasps> oh. Okay, then. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to think of like where, like how mechanically I want to do this. <laughs> like whose move I want to roll first. I think maybe Queen B should roll wor- roll first, and we can like All see right. if that would work, and then see if my roll makes it worse. Like if I fail, it's even worse than it would have been. Okay. <laughs> sure, I think that makes sense. All right, so Queen B, please roll dangerous web. And the good thing is that in this case, even if I fail, they're just gonna be. A dangerous escalation, so it's still gonna look terrible. <laughs> okay, please, superior, just this once. Work. 
Thank you. Oh my god. Thank you. All right. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> Finally. That's a 10. <laughs> Holy crap. My first full okay. of the night. So what does this do? What does this do if I get too loud once again? Uh, I'm envisioning that like you are doing your song and it's the moment where you get really, really into it. Yeah. There's a lot of crescendos in his songs to show off his powers. It's a big soulful moment where you're just belting out and that's when the screen starts to crackle and explode behind you in a shower of sparks. <laughs> oh, depending on how I roll, this is going to look very bad or very cool. Yes. Although before you do, uh, uh, Queen Bee also does get a dance like you want to win uh, as part of doing this oh, yes. move. So what are you doing in the meanwhile, Queen Bee, to make it look like you're not involved in this? Hmm. I think I might just be acting unimpressed at your singing, just like casually filing my nails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that would definitely highlight that heel attitude that you're trying to convey. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me double check, and I take a plus one forward, so... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so we'll save that. We'll keep that in our back pocket for a sec. So you get your cool point from looking unimpressed, and you also get uh, two options from Dance Like You Want to Win. Okay, uh, I'll go first. Thing. Uh, I have only one cool point, so I think I should get another one. Yes. If I want to have a chance. And then, uh, how many conditions does Blue Stallion have right now? I have zero conditions. Would you like to inflict a condition? I do at the same time, though. I have three conditions, so I could... Removing one would be good. Mm. Let's go for broke. I'm going to inflict one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think, like, the trap going off might inflict a condition on blue regardless, honestly. Yeah, so it could even the playing field there. Okay. Okay, so yeah. Where are these sparks going off? Like, are they in his face? I think not. They're behind you, so they catch you by surprise. Are they loud? I think so. Like, not super loud, but there's crashing glass, so... I think Blue, when he hears them, like, pop and, like, explode behind him, as he crescendos, he lets out like that. Ah! Like, just like, he lets out a yell, a shout. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds cooler. <laughs> um... But yeah, it makes him stop singing and like, like sort of like flinch forward if they're behind him and it freaks him out. And I think he's going to mark afraid. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I'm going to unmark insecure. That has rattled him very badly. Mm -hmm. Although you do also get your options from the, the dance like you want to win as well. Oh, yes. Um, so I think I'm not going to cheat and pick remove condition. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got my regular cool that I get from succeeding. Mm -hmm. I would like to gain an additional cool. All right. So that brings me to five cool. And I would like to rattle my opponent. <laughs> 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 Though I don't, I don't necessarily, um, this does not have to inflict a condition. I will put that caveat there. I think maybe B on the inside sees like, like she's out of trouble reading blue a bit up to this point. But I think she's able to recognize in this moment she has actually scared Blue very badly <laughs> and actually freaked him out, like, for real. <laughs> mm. Hmm. Okay. Mm, I, I think at this point she does not really feel bad, actually. She's kind of... <laughs> like, I, I feel like... Uh, I think a segment of the public actually kind of likes that your voice is so powerful that it blows up stuff. So you're getting some likes uh, from that. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe that's where that extra cool point comes from. Yeah, the camera doesn't catch his genuine fear. (laughs) It doesn't shake him for too long, but in the moment, he flinches pretty hard from that. Like, he was not expecting a very loud noise behind him, and he has stopped singing abruptly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As this happens, you get a warning buzzer go out across the arena that signals that you have a very short amount of time left in the match to get as many more likes as you can before the match ends. Okay. So I'm going to give you both two more turns. Okay. I think I'll leave it up to B, um, because I think that was technically my move that she interfered with. (laughs) Sure. Actually, you know what? I think this here stage is too small for the both of us. (gasps) Queen B is moving towards the saloon set, and she is changing her attire to a very cowboy one. (laughs) Are you provoking or are you just or do you just want to do this as a straight dance like you want to win? Yeah, I think it's a provoke. Alright. What reaction are you hoping to spur on to use a cowboy pun? I'm hoping <laughs> to upset him and make him lose a bit the whole sweetheart thing. Mmm. See if you can crack that mask. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. So roll that superior. And you also get a plus one from your previous thing. Come on. Yes! Thank <gasps> you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's another 10, thankfully. Uh, before you say your reaction, Queen Bee has changed into a full-on black and gold uh, cowboy outfit. It's uh, very inspired to what uh, Gene Wilder in Blazing Saddles. He had Ooh. that really cool uh, black uh, shirt with a double set of buttons and that handkerchief around his neck. Mm-hmm. Also, this is great classic Western, like <sighs> literal black hat versus white hat. Yes, exactly. I think he sees your shift and he goes back to his original costume with the white hat. <laughs> Though I think he does include some gold accents. Mm. Hmm. You can't tell if he did it on purpose. All right. And for PCs on a provoke, if you do what Queen Bee wants you to do, you get a team, I guess, from Coyote Kate. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's just a straight plus one in this instance. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it, then you mark a condition. Mm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go along with it and take a plus one. Yeah, so in that case, you're, the Mask of Sweetness is gonna break a little bit. Yeah, um, he looks over and he sees where she's headed and, like, sees her costume shift. And he's like, there's like a little moment of fear in his face and it's visible. It's not like a flash that only B notices. It is a, like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> And it is visible on camera it now, is and the audience is like, yeah, is like, ooh, seeing the, like, crack in the facade. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily a full crack in, like, the babyface thing, but it's definitely, it's almost playing into it, but he's very, he's visibly afraid. Mm-hmm. You're just not quite as cool as you have been up to now. Yeah, yeah. It's very clear that B now has gotten the upper hand on me. Mm-hmm. And you also get your options for your successful move as well, B. So you get your cool point and you get two. Okay. You take so, cool points from me. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely will. So now I have three cool points. Yes. And you have uh, four, I think. Okay. Yep. So down from five to four. Perfect. And I think I have a second option, right? Yes, you do. You can gain an additional and then we'll be tied, I think. Yeah, you would be. That sounds absolutely the best option. I love that. I think so, too. Yes. 
you are now tied four to four. Oh my goodness. Yes. As you stand in the saloon set facing off against each other. I'm doing the, the hovering hand thing. <laughs> I don't actually have guns, but... Yeah, yeah. Do you yes. do like the finger guns, you said? Uh, no, I'm just doing the about to draw. Oh, okay. I think Blue's having a hard time reading like where this is going. Like He sees you reaching for something, but he knows you don't have a gun. <laughs> and he does not have a gun either. But yeah, I think he straightens up. Um... I think he switches back into song. He's sitting in something else now. That's got a little bit more of a sinister tone to it. And he's going to very quickly like, start to raise his volume so it's actually starting to shake the set now. Like, It won't affect the audience yeah. other than the resonance, but he is definitely trying to literally rattle you <laughs> and maybe make you lose your footing. Absolutely. Yeah, you can just do a full-on sonic scream at me if you want. Yeah, he's not screaming, he's singing. He's more delicate than that. <laughs> Riding through the valley of sorrow on a worn out horse. Clinging to the reins, but his fate is sad in stone. There's a father. Also, this sounds like a directly engaged threat to me, by the way. <laughs> All right. Mm, I'm debating on whether or not to use that plus one now. I'm just going to let it roll straight. Let the dice take me. Sure. <gasps> oh, oh yes. plus one wouldn't yes. have helped. It wouldn't yes. have helped. Oh, it wouldn't have helped. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, there's that failure you were hoping for. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, no, this isn't going to go well for you. Uh, that was a five. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How does this go badly for you? This could go badly in a number of ways with this power. I think while he's doing it, B maybe throws him off balance by like actually physically approaching him. You know, like while he's starting to raise the volume and shake, like she like makes a move like towards him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking kind of like actually like B, you can take whatever retaliation you want, and I would have Blue take a powerful blow as a result. Okay. All right. Let's see. Do I get mark a condition for this failure, by the way? Uh, uh, I, I don't think so. Uh, you don't necessarily have to unless I say that you do. Yeah, I'm fine marking it. <laughs> I'm just trying to think if it would be appropriate, considering I'm also going to have you take a powerful blow in a sec. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> I think you probably would. <laughs> okay, I already have afraid marked, so maybe yeah. hopeless. Sure. Because I thought I was going to win this. And now it looks like I might not. Also, he's like actually trying to use the more combat version of his powers, and this might be the first time he's done that. Ooh. Oh, like an actual like sonic blast? Yeah. This is the first time he's leaned into that side, I think, maybe. Mm. Okay, so you like you try to you do the actual sonic scream at me, and I just sidestep with a pirouette. Oh. What was that? You sound a little hoarse. Come on, kid. <laughs> You're just making a fool of yourself. 
Oh my god. As you're dancing towards blue, spewing pun after pun, this is a lot. Aw, quit horsing around. Uh. Just dodge, jump on the table, flipping me there over the saloon counter. Mime pulling out one gun and do the funning the hammer thing with the other hand. And I send six super chat bees your way. Oh my god. And that would certainly be a powerful blow. Okay. Let's go. So you get to roll plus conditions marked. (gasps) Oh Oh my my god. God. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's a full 12. (laughs) Okay. You succeeded. Great. (laughs) (laughs) You succeeded at taking a powerful blow. (laughs) I'm going to take two options off of the seven to nine list. And those options are mark two conditions. I'm going to mark angry and insecure. And I am going to detransform. <laughs> so, how does this go? Okay, so I think the bees come rushing towards him. And he shouts and is very clearly terrified of these bees. And he, like, puts his arms up in front of him in an X, sort of, like, to protect his face. I think maybe this won't, like, affect, like, and this this isn't a move, but I think his shout does, like, maybe, like, push B back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he detransforms. He, like, shrinks. He is suddenly, like, much smaller. And you see before you... A young girl, about 17, about 5'7". She's uh, a bit chubby and has shoulder-length brown hair that she keeps back in a headband. She dresses in sort of like dark academia fashion, like lots of tans and browns and like a long brown skirt and a brown cardigan, like different tones. And she is falling on her butt. And for the audience's sake, Coraline also uses uh, she-her and he him but mostly she her because nobody else really knows about the he him part except for coyote kate who's in the audience probably pretty distraught right now (laughs) yeah like she's gotten up and like i think she's even like maybe pounding on the power barrier and can't get through right now yeah yeah so yeah Coraline blue is sitting on her ass in front of you looking really scared and suddenly realizes she's not blue stallion anymore and the cameras, unfortunately, have been trained on you the entire time and have not stopped being so. Yeah. I think this, the flow of likes at this point on both of your sides has just stopped briefly. Would Queen Bee recognize me? Mmm. So here's the thing. There's a chance you might recognize Coral Lynn Blue because her mother is a very infamous figure in the music scene from way back that people still kind of recognize today. How plugged into the history of the super idol music industry do you think you are, Queen Bee? You might not know who Coral Lynn Blue is, but you almost certainly know who her mother is. Hmm. Only certainly more informed now than they were, like, even a, a month ago. But maybe not. I don't I, I think this is a case where I can just roll a die. Sure. Yeah, you can roll a die to see if you know uh, or not. So why don't we why don't we say even you know and odd you don't. Okay, flat two to six. Sure. Oh, odd. You have so no idea who this as is. As a five. <laughs> oh. 
You're Lex Luthering right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have no idea who this is. <laughs> yeah, all you see is this young girl who's about your height, actually. You said Queen Bee is about 5'7", so is uh, mm-hmm. Coral Lynn, um, sort of lying yeah. on the ground. And you can maybe hear um, Coyote Kate in the background slamming on the <laughs> on the entrance, trying to get in, <laughs> shouting, Coral Lynn! <laughs> Not Get helping. Out of the spotlight. Get- Not helping the situation. <laughs> okay. And you can hear murmurs going through the audience a- a now as they gasps. hear Coyote Kate say Coral Lynn, and they see your face on the screen, and like some people definitely seem to know who you are, and you hear murmurs of both the name Coral Lynn and Barbara Ann Blue. Mm-hmm. Okay, who is Barbara Ann Blue? So Barbara Ann Blue, I don't know if you necessarily would know the, her full deal with the role you had, but I think you recognize the name at least as it's being said in the crowd. Um, Barbara Ann Blue was a popular country singer from like the late 90s, early 2000s, and was one of the earliest super idols to get powers and was quite successful for a few years until paparazzi drove her to a point where she snapped and used her voice powers to cause permanent hearing damage and deafness to a bunch of the paparazzi around her. And it was a big, big incident that drove her out of the industry for good. The The incident is, was called the Barbara Boom at the time. Oh, wow. And ever since then, she has been on an anti-paparazzi crusade. Like, to be fair, a good yes. cause, but um, she's been going about it in a very violent way since then. Yeah. Hmm. And this, it's her daughter. <laughs> Oof. And honestly, that, that would probably be a figure towards which Queen Bee would be conflicted about, because mm. the idea of giving some paparazzi what for is very attractive. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, Coral Lynn is like, yeah, still sitting on her ass. Like, she's crying a little bit, but it's very clearly like, you had a bit of trouble reading Blue Stallion. You can very easily read Coral Lynn Blue. She is like, like sort of angry crying right now <laughs> like it's a lot of like a uh, fear anger uh <laughs> sort of running across her face okay i think the likes on the screen right now are fluctuating heavily because especially this is coming in from the live streaming audience too there are like some folks who are sympathetic to Coraline and are like this is uh, totally not cool, like, Queen Bee, what the hell? Uh, but there's also some likes coming in for Queen Bee because, like, you totally dominated the situation and Coraline is looking weak right now. So there's different reasons. Also, who knows what she's up to, given her mom? Mm-hmm. But yeah, especially there's, like, a bad association just with your mom and a lot of people are giving likes to Queen Bee because of that. I mean, Blue Stallion did strike first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right now in Queen Bee's head, there's a moment which is like standing still and with her eyes wide and we just zoom in and you can literally see just black emptiness, one standing mirror in the middle, on one side there is Ali, on the other side is Queen Bee and they're like, what do we do now? And I think you, you have only a very short amount of time left to decide that because the counter on the match timer is conveniently ticking down from 30 seconds left to the end of the match. Yeah, Coraline, again, is sort of, like, shaking a little bit. Like, she's, uh, like, not even, like, looking at you at this point. She's just kind of, like, looking down, fuming, and, like, tears rolling down still. Okay. For a moment, it's like, we're the heel. 
we need to be the heel. But no, Queen B is going to stand up and say, Don't you look at her! And all the bees are gonna just glow so bright that no one can see anything. I'm gonna blind the audience for a moment and I'm gonna like drag Coraline behind the bar. Sure. I think I'm not even gonna ask you to unleash. I think that that will just work. Mm-hmm. Folks, it just works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you drag Coraline behind the saloon set where the cameras aren't pointed so you have a little bit of privacy. You've been mic'd up throughout this, so you might need to take off like lapel mics okay, and whatnot yeah. so people can't hear you. Yeah, Coraline takes your hand, but eyes are still down, like trying to get through it. And is very clearly like bothered by like the how bright it is as well. But understands, like she goes with you. She doesn't like fight it. Are you okay? Are you hurt? Shakes her head to both of those. Okay, okay. Uh, stay here. She nods. I'm going to distract them. And when the lights dim, Queen Bee is back on top of the bar, and she's like, uh, well, seems like Lustalion couldn't handle the heat. Now, is, this, is voting even necessary at this point? Isn't it obvious who won? <laughs> <laughs> I think you get, at first the, the applause is unsteady, but it builds into like a, like a decent amount of applause <laughs> at that if, point. If this is a provoke... Coyote Kate might add team to the pool, <laughs> like might add team team Ooh. points. Okay, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to rile up the audience as much as I can. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess like what is the role? It's um, a it's four. a four. Damn it. So team wouldn't help that, unfortunately. So you would drop down to three. I'm also at three. Yes, exactly. I was gonna say. <laughs> I think as you do this, the response is still uncertain from the audience. Like you get some applause, but like there's still people like uncertain of what's happening. Um, and like despite Coyote Kate cheering, like the no, like just come on, like <laughs> honestly, even some booze would be good. Like I just want attention right now. I just need to make them forget about what just happened. If they hate me, it's good. Yeah, I think you're you're gonna get some booze as well. And I think by the time that counter runs down. To everyone's surprise, you are at an equal number of likes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I think as the timer clicks down, Coraline comes out from behind the set and comes up to you, Queen Bee, like you're on top of the bar. Yes. Um, She steps up onto it. Like I'm sure there's like a way to get up onto it from the back and walks up to you. And she has a very, like, serious look on her face. Like, there's no more of that, like, baby-faced, like, sweetness. It's all gone. She walks up to you, and she offers her hand for a handshake. Queen Bee takes it. Uh, yeah. She, she nods. And she says, very, in a sort of, like, like, quiet voice that can probably still be picked up on the mic. Good game. She says to the audience, in a little bit more of a direct tone than she was able to manage with uh, Queen Bee. She's like, I am Coraline Blue, daughter of Barbara Ann Blue, and I am not my mother. I am the Blue Stallion, and I'm going to be a star. I think you get some, some genuine applause. Maybe some booze still for people who aren't Blue fans, but still. <laughs> and she does a little curtsy, and she hops down from the saloon and offers her hand to Queen Bee. Queen Bee takes it. 
Oh, I know you're gonna be a star. And I'm gonna be a bigger one. Like, she, like, sort of smirks. <laughs> and, like, laughs a little bit. <laughs> yeah, this time it, it's a friendly one. <laughs> There is a reason this one is all over the tabloids, folks. The daughter of disgraced idol Barbara Ann Blue back to stake her claim on stardom? It doesn't get more exciting than this. You couldn't write a better twist. While Barbara Ann Blue's attacks on paparazzi workers have subsided in recent years, most have assumed that any relatives or associates of hers would never touch the world of show business again. With confirmation that the Blue Stallion is indeed Coraline Blue, we know he is sure to draw a lot more attention following this match, both positive and negative. As such, we would like to take this moment to remind our viewers that regardless of your feelings on Barbara and Blue and her family, harassment and stalking are unacceptable and will result in immediate legal action. Dramatic reveals aside, this match did result in another tied game for both competitors. Queen Bee may have faltered through parts of this competition, but she certainly finished strong and won a lot of supporters with her handling of Blue Stallion's detransformation. Commenters on social media are calling her actions classy, respectful, strong, and step on me mo- <clears throat> Uh, apologies everyone, not sure how that one got past the editors. Why don't we move on back to the Maplewood Auditorium? There, we left Elementum and the Saint of Roses, neck and neck in their displays of magical and musical might. Did this stay a close match to the end, or did one of the competitors manage to pull ahead before the day was done? Let's take a look and find out. So both of my instruments have been taken from me. So what else is there to do but make a new instrument for myself? And I think that you see um, half of the vines that have come out of the saint's shirt reconfigure themselves into a, a stringed instrument of some sort. And it's not as good as his other guitars, but at the same time, I think that the saint also creates a spiraling banister that he can slide down off of the column and back onto the stage. And I think he tries to stick it with a uh, like an on his knees slide. Mm, classy move indeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm not sure that that's a specific masks move. It does sound like you're trying to appear very cool, which I I think might be a Dance like you want to win plus superior. All right. Sounds good. Oh, a seven. I think I'm I'm just going to gain an additional cool point. Sure. Okay. So you're still handily holding down the coolness here for both the audience here in person and the live stream uh, is certainly enjoying this as well. Your friend cheerleaders are very passionate <laughs> and, again, very coordinated. <laughs> They're holding up banners with the Saint of Roses name and logo on them now but you notice they're made of kind of like a hempen material, like a sustainable material Nice, nice 
Yeah, and I, I think I'm just like throwing roses out to uh, to the crowd at this point. <laughs> so he sees that you've gone down, like slid down the pillar, and kind of shrugs, saying, "I want you to put you up on equal playing ground as me, but I, I guess not." Um, oh, hold on, give me a sec. And as he's playing, one, I want to roll for birds. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and two. Uh, wait, let's just see what happens first, because I guess it depends. Nine. Okay, cool. So I take one condition. Um, not guilty, not hopeless. I think insecure is probably the best right now. And takes three hold. And while he's playing, he's going to lower both the columns, his and the one that he put up for Marcus. Like, it kind of spins as it's lowering down. And Marcus' column goes all the way down. Elementum stops about six foot off the ground, and he hops off. And he turns away from Marcus and the crowd and looks at the column and he starts playing, um, I think he shifts um, to metal, just a um, short transition period and he switches to like, just a classic metal tune. And as he's playing, you see what's left of the column starts cracking and chiseling itself. And I'm going to use two burn to create a construct, an animated construct. And okay. it's going to pick up one of the guitars that I stole from Marcus and start playing. Um, <laughs> and you just see, like, as they're playing together, again, the ground pulses as he's just making, like, almost make the ground ripple like water, even though it's definitely solid earth beneath the two of them as they're playing. Mm. So the construct for sure is like a thing that automatically works. And you said yeah. you're you're basically trying to make the the Saint of Roses unstable in the ground underneath. Um, not around, just honestly, just under me. It's like more of a visual effect. He's still sticking to the flare after that um, challenge. Oh, okay. He stick to the flare, just like I move the earth in my music kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and again, since this is, a, again, a very flashy powers-based thing, um, surprise, surprise, it's another issue <laughs> <unleash> powers. <laughs> yes, okay. 13! 13. Nice. Um, Lucky 13. Nice. So I'm going to take an additional cool point. Okay. And, oh, that's a good, this is a hard one. Uh, I think I'm going to take additional um, cool point, and I'm going to, I'm going to give them a condition. Sure. Ooh. Huh. Yeah, no, honestly, that's probably a smart move because you're racking up conditions fast. And yeah. You need to even the playing field a bit. I think I'm going to choose insecure. Okay. Yeah, like the, the size of this construct and the fact that uh, he's like duetting with one of my instruments, that's uh, that's really got to get to, to Marcus a little bit. Yeah, this has essentially become a two-on-one match, <laughs> which feels mm -hmm. a little unfair, mm -hmm. but like it's entirely <laughs> fair given the bounds of the rules. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think seeing that happen, Marcus uh, decides to try to play a little bit dirty. He mm -hmm. says um, to Elementum, that's your problem. You're always thinking about who's higher, who's up, who's more. I think about what does the audience feel? What does the audience want? That'll always make me the better musician. Ooh. Do you feel provoked? Are you saying this just quiet enough for Elementum, or are you projecting so the audience can hear too? Um, yeah, I think I'm projecting for the audience too. Sure. So that sounds like a provoke for sure. 
Oh no, miss. Oh, it's our first miss. <laughs> first miss after how many rolls? How many, so many indeed. Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Um, hmm. Well, first off, you lose a cool point. I do. So that's going to move the scores to equal eight and eight. And what else can we do for you here? Mm -hmm. I think this tactic is going to backfire on you. I think audiences don't love a like someone who seems like they're being a little full of themselves. That makes sense. Like you talk about feeling what the audience is feeling and doing what they want. But like right now you just look like you're trash talking and you're not even playing music. <laughs> That does like, make who sense. Are, like, who are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and I think from, you get like some, you get booze from obviously Elementum's side, but also from like the general public who's not cheering for anyone in particular who's here. And you get some more support likes going towards Elementum. And I'm going to have you mark a condition as this ploy doesn't seem to be going the way you intended. Yeah, I think that's, this makes, uh, this makes Marcus a little bit angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Elementum had been like, it's kind of like a, you know, the, the kind of metal rock concert you see where the two guitarists kind of just like playing quote unquote against each other, but obviously actually a duet. And he turns to look, look over his shoulder at Marcus, um, still playing. And he says, actually, I've been part of the audience for quite a bit of my life. And I've always enjoyed it most when the musicians are having fun and I'm, I'm enjoying myself. And as he's playing, I'm going to, um, what am I going to do? Uh, <laughs> I think if you're just enjoying yourself, you can just play music and go for like a savior role. Uh, I am not going to do that. I was going to keep going flashy. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely moments where you like feels himself just like get into the music, but he remembers that he, this is also a competition. Um, and especially after hearing Marcus's words, it kind of like refocuses him. And I think again, um, He's still covered in roses, but I think you see in a perfect circle around him and his construct, you see flames erupt from the ground and kind of like pulse and bounce with the music. You know, like how um, there's visual representation of music. You kind of can see sometimes that kind of like the bouncing of oh, yeah, yeah. And bars. Like a visual sound wave or an equalizer yes, exactly. type thing. exactly. Yeah, you just see the flames around him do that with his music as he controls the elements with his ability. <laughs> Nice, As nice. you do this, you hear Karen call out, Heckin' sick! <laughs> but when you look to where she was, she's not there anymore, actually. Um, browse for her a little bit, but he, he just smiles <laughs> and gets goes back to showing. Kapow! Um, <laughs> <laughs> 14. That's what a three and freak will get you. <laughs> yep. Um, so I'm going to take an additional cool point, and I'm going to take one cool point away from Marcus as a catalyze okay. on Marcus's <laughs> rudeness there. It's on. <laughs> so rude. And that's the end of my turn. I think in light of this then, Marcus goes to pick up his other guitar and he shifts so that both the guitar that he's made out of vines and the uh, original guitar are on both of his hips. And he just starts playing both of them at the same time with more vine hands that come from his shoulders. And he's kind of he's kind of feeling threatened here, but he's looking at the audience and he's like, okay, okay, I just need to I need to pull it back. I need to figure something out. And I think that he starts creating plants around Elementum's fire, 
that give off like certain scents as they're like slowly being burned. And he changes those plants as the different like um, stanzas or the different um, measures of the, the songs that they're playing hit to give people like a like a smell landscape to go with their sound mm-hmm. landscape. Okay. Engage all the senses. Uh-oh. I like it. I like it. Exactly. Okay. Can that be oh. unleashing my powers? <laughs> I think so. As, as much <laughs> as we're using a lot of the same move, y'all are very power-centric for an instrument-based matchup. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Nice. So that is a seven. Um, hmm. So would you like to mark a condition or have that effect be unstable or temporary? I think that'll be temporary. Unstable okay. or temporary. Yeah. So again, that'll, that effect will wear off after your current turn. But for now, it's very, very pleasant to smell this auditorium right now. Nice. Um, do I get a an additional cool uh, point? You get one option from the list. So you can get a cool point or you can get anything else from that list. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll gain an additional one just All so right. I can try to keep up. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you're only one behind right now. So you're, you're okay-ish. <laughs> that momentum sees that he kind of taken over the ring of fire that he'd created and i think he's legitimately enjoying himself and kind of smiling um conditions wise he still got angry ticks but i think he's more angry at himself right now boys um at the, for what he did at the beginning but he's, he's getting into the music and the competitive nature and the spirit of this competition and while he's playing he just says you know after this i really think we should like trade notes or something it'd be really cool if you could play together in a less hostile environment but until then I'd rather if you stopped playing and I'm going to use snatch again (laughs) (laughs) hey if it it ain't broke don't fix it yeah he's going to snatch your guitar away and I think this time what it looks like is your guitar starts to turn into sand (laughs) and disappear (laughs) from your hand and then again behind him on top, I'd say like even like on the head of the construct I have, mm-hmm. it reforms, the sand collects, recollects back together again into your guitar and like kind of bounces off the construct's head and lands on the ground. And um, the flowers, are they gone, gone? Or does, is it until, because um, I kind of want to use them, if that's okay. I think that by now there's been enough fire that we can say that the flowers around you are gone. Okay. Well, um, instead, I guess the smell... Like the of... ones from before and the ones from just now. Oh, okay, cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the smell... I'm going to, like, hopefully the smell is still around, right? The beautiful, like, scents that they created. Yeah, yeah. yeah the audience is for sure loving that. Yeah. He's going to take a deep <laughs> breath and blow as he's playing, and he's going to just, like, collect the smell and, like, collect any, like, petals he can get hold of and kind of blow the petals around, like, uh, and just, like, control it so they sw- swell in and out of the crowd, almost like a very playful spirit kind of deal um, as um, he's playing. Even around Marcus, kind of, like, playfully twirl around... Um, him before going back to the crowd to interact with the crowd. All right, well, you know what to do then. (laughs) Yep. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's going to eventually run out, but let's hope it's not now. (laughs) Nine. Okay. (laughs) It had to happen eventually. Yeah, it had to happen eventually. A a nine had to happen eventually. (laughs) (laughs) So would you like a, would you like a condition or unstable or temporary? I'm just going to make it um, unstable or temporary. Yeah, I don't want to last too long sure. anyway. Yeah, and I, I have an idea of how this could go possibly a little wrong for you. Oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to subtract a cool point from 
Marcus. Okay. Ooh. That widens the, the gulf a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think the drawback to doing this is you do this for a little bit, and it's lovely and magical and whimsical and everything you want it to be. But then you realize that the petals and especially the pollen are maybe getting a little bit too close to some people who Ooh, have yeah, allergies in the fair. audience. And you get people Oof. who are starting to sneeze. That makes sense. <laughs> so yeah. they, they can't properly enjoy either of you, <laughs> these people who are just like, oh, God, my eyes. Oh, no. Yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. That's, that's going to be the, the unstable part of it. Yeah. As this move is going off, you hear a warning buzzer go off to signal that the match is going to be finishing very soon, and I'm going to give you both each two more turns to wrap up the match. Nice, nice. Yeah, as the guitar is taken from the saint yet again, he kind of smiles to himself, and as it lands at the feet of Jaden's construct, it just bursts into a a, a flurry of uh, vines and roots, that take hold uh, in the leg of the construct and start burrowing their way through it, basically turning it into rubble. And uh, as all the stone just falls down, you see there's like a bud, a red rose bud, huge uh, at its center. And it just like starts to bloom behind both of the contestants. That's beautiful, okay. <laughs> and as much as I hate to say, because it sounds very cool, that does sound like a directly engaged to me because you are like directly attacking the construct with your thing. It does. You're right. All right. Why not? Let's see. YOLO. Nope. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That probably would have been bad with one of your good stats too. True. But yes, that is for listeners. <laughs> so unfortunately, let's see. So that's, that is going to lose you a cool point. And how else can this go terribly deliciously wrong (laughs) (laughs) the intent is just basically to break the construct to rubble and you have this beautiful red rose blooming right yes yeah um was there anything else that was going to be happening with the rose after that um i was thinking it could just be like a backdrop for us kind of like uh like fireworks in the back Hmm. in that case i think maybe you put a little too much juice in the can and The rose doesn't stop growing there. I think it is actually going to keep growing taller and thicker, and the the stem turns to almost like a beanstalk with giant thorns, (laughs) and it's just growing and spreading throughout the stage towards Elementum and you, and it will eventually threaten to go past the stage if it doesn't break the barrier. (laughs) But for now, it's filling up the area of the stage with big thorny beanstalk vines. This is fine. <laughs> I think Elementum kind of like smiles at this because this reminds him very much of what he did uh, by accident at one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just playing and like grinning up at this giant rose slowly shredding the stage that he's on. <laughs> and I think he's going to just be like, I remember I did the exact same thing the first time I summoned a a plant. Hold on, let me see if I can fix this. And he takes a deep breath again, and as he's breathing in, can I try and, like, suck the water and moisture out of this rose just to, like, wither it out, I guess? And while I'm playing... Sure, so I see what you're doing there. You're making sure that you're not using one of your new powers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, very much. Uh, (laughs) I've seen this from someone who's clearly way more... um, skilled at it he does not trust himself to do this 
Yeah, clarify to you, Keith. Um, Jaden can also use plant powers, but because it's a, a new power he's not used to, he would take a minus one if he tried to use them. Uh. Yeah. So instead, he's going to use so, a power he knows. If you make it a water thing. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to basically dehydrate this flower. Kind of like as he's breathing in, he doesn't like drink or anything like that. It kind of stops in front of him and collects into like a bubble, like a, just a floating orb of water as he's playing. And it kind of ripples. It, each, as it grows gradually, um, it ripples with the sound waves of his guitar. Okay. And are you using a flare to do that or, or are you just using an unleash? Uh, just an unleash. Or I guess even a defend. <laughs> Because you are trying to defend uh, the saint to some degree. I, I honestly think, because like I think, if this goes wrong, he will keep playing anyway. He, I would say, like he's definitely creating the orb in front of him as a flashy thing, so he ripples with the music. Like he's setting it in front of his guitar or wherever the speakers are, so they kind of ripple with him. Okay, so you don't necessarily care if the saint gets hurt in the process. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll just I'll I'll just let you justify with that. <laughs> it's kind of like just him being like, "You messed up. I'm gonna try and fix it, but I'm just gonna look cool by doing it at the very least." Um, kind of deal. I, I like this. I like that Jaden is is getting a little bit of uh, like an edge to his reasoning here. Yeah, I still got angry text from what he said about the flare. Yeah. so I'm still leaning into that. Jaden, take what you want and go for it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, finally. Oh. Oh, no. Now that had to happen eventually. <laughs> yeah, it had to. So I rolled a five, so yeah, I lose a cool point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely loses you a cool point. Um, you don't care that the saint gets hurt doing this, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do this just fine. I think you're gonna take the water out of the out of this giant rose and you make your, your plashy water thing and it looks great. That's not going to stop the flower from growing because the flower is not solely growing based on water right now. It's growing based on magic. Um, and it is just oh going to no. continue growing, <laughs> especially in the direction of the Saint of Roses. And I think it's starting to like actually wrap him up right now and starting to not exactly pierce because like superidal forms are quite durable, but threatening to pierce anyway. And certainly constricting. Um, I think when you Oh, I'm trying. I know that somebody has to take a powerful blow right now, and I'm trying to figure out who. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tempted to say both of you. I'm down for that. <laughs> I'm down for that. I, to be fair, I also rolled a four to yeah, uh, yeah. Jaden's five. So yeah, I think I think that fits. Then I think I'm gonna have you both take a powerful blow right now. The Saint of Roses because you're in physical danger. And Elementum, because you realize what you've done and you feel extremely guilty about it. Yeah. Okay. So I advanced a couple of episodes ago. And why I took was, take me from another playbook. And the move I took was, I am not my body. Mm, yes. So when you take a powerful blow, you may roll as if you have too few conditions marked. So that's very helpful for a no <laughs> um, Nice, nice. <laughs> Good, good. Uh, yeah, so both of you roll plus conditions marked, and uh, Elementum can take minus two on that. Right. Yes. Okay, thank God. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boysy. <laughs> so I rolled a three, and uh, Keith rolled, rolled a, ten, a ten, which is not okay. good for Swallowed by power. this bush. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay then. So uh, first, I guess, Elementum, how are you weathering this intense guilt wave that washes over you as you see the saint um, in his current state? Um, and we'll get to you in a sec, saint. Yeah. So I think like he initially does feel guilty, but I think he looks um, as he's playing. Like I don't think he stops. Like he's very much still in the element. So he's kind of like avoiding the thorns that are coming in his way. I think he he probably even like jumps on and over some of them. That might be like as they like expand, get in his path. And he looks to see that even though he um, the saint of roses is getting wrapped up in the thorns and vines the idol form is keeping up and keeping them safe so i think he's like okay they're, they're okay at the very least i, I don't need to be gu- feel guilty about this kind of deal mm-hmm. for now anyway for now. Um, yeah <laughs> so um the saint of roses on a 10 plus you can either pick one of the top two options from take a powerful blow or you can take two from the seven to nine list and our seven to nine list options also include the option to detransform immediately okay Let's see. I would like to detransform, but I'm kind of trying to figure out what the other thing would be. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll just give Elementa an opportunity. Sure. My rose mask just like wilts as uh, yeah, every, I just get wrapped up in these. Vines. Yeah, I think as a consequence of you detransforming, by the way, the the roses are going to like the big rose vines are going to start to wilt with your transformation since it's kind of connected to it. So I think, like, the whole guilt was subsided because you were in your super idol form. And the moment you de-transform, he's like, oh, no, okay, no, they're actually in danger now. And I think you just see this very sudden shift. Um, I don't think he has much time to... He doesn't want to waste time, so there's no, like, gentle transition to it. But he shifts from... I think he's been playing metal this whole time. And he shifts from metal to just a really simple jazz. Uh, It's just a lot of mostly picking, but it's just, like, really smooth jazz. And he's going to um okay so if i if you give me an opportunity what does that mean for me is that like a plus one what is that what does that yeah mean? i would give you a plus one on on something or just allow you to do something if it's simple enough okay and um if i roll to try and control plant life do i roll minus like my freak minus one or is it freak plus three minus one like what does that look like yeah it would be like you would get your plus three freak and then minus one from that so essentially freak would be two um but if you get your your plus one that would negate it <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna i want to do that while i'm playing i'm gonna you just hear that it switches to jazz just very very suddenly but i think like you can see on his face and hopefully the audience can see on his face the urgency of it all and he's gonna start um shumming some jazz to like almost like to calm down the plant and maybe make it relax until it lets go of uh, marcus mm-hmm yeah, I think the opportunity here comes from the fact that because the plant is already kind of starting to wilt as a result of the detransformation, you have an easier time doing it. Yeah. Okay, let's see how my luck is going now. Uh, <laughs> yes! Here we go. Yes. Nice. <laughs> a 14. Yes. So you just see, like, he takes... He's, he looks very nervously at the plant wrapping around the um, Saint of Roses, who now is just Marcus. Um, mm-hmm. and sees the thorn start to scratch him up a bit and he like looks around at the crowd and sees that there's no one really that can help and the air seems to like, like obviously there was no wind in the first place but for some somehow it becomes even stiller than it originally was and you just see like there's a slight ripple of air around the um, rose as it starts to unwrap itself and unravel itself slowly from Marcus and 
kind of like snake its way back to the point where it had originally grown. And with that, I'm going to take an additional cord point. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to subtract the cord point from the opponent as I fixed, oh, really? I fixed his mess <laughs> while still looking cool doing it. <laughs> Nice. I love this because there's been a couple situations like this in the other guest sessions so far, and they've given their cool point to someone else. I love that Jaden is the one to subtract the cool <laughs> point still. <laughs> this fits with the mood of the match so far very well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Marcus has realized that like he's basically lost the match, but like he still loves to play, so he's gonna pick up whatever guitar is left, and he's just gonna like play in harmony with Elementum mm. as the match finishes up. Yeah, I think I think you don't even necessarily have to roll a form like a move to make that happen. Although I will have you roll to do your dance like you win a win points, so you can roll that with uh, probably that would be savior. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh no. Mm. Don't worry, I'm not going to hit you too hard for that one. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just pretty clear that you're defeated at this point and the audience knows it. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. That was a five for the audience, by the way. Yeah. So I think you're probably just going to mark a condition like <laughs> that's about it. Like, you're sad that you've clearly lost and your fans are too, but I think you can still be satisfied with what you're doing right now, anyway. Nice. That sounds hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that's that's about the, the tone the match takes as the counter behind you counts down the last few seconds down to zero, and the match finishes with Elementum having absolutely dominated. Nice. The final cool point score is 13 to 5, by the way. Oh, wow. Oh. Elementum like de transforms like on stage um, next to Marcus and like swings his guitar like he had it strapped around him so he swings his guitar behind him and just kind of like stretches a hand out to Marcus. Yeah, Marcus takes it and he says, um, I, I think I was wrong to look down on you like I did. But I think that your powers could be used for more good than what you're aiming for. Just think about it. Mm-hmm. Actually, how do you think your your supporters feel about this in terms of like, I know they, they share similar goals and ideals to you. What what do you think they're they're cheering or saying right now for you? Um like stomping their feet, but it's not as um, lively as it was before. So it's it's kind of like this low hum underneath everything else. And I think some of them have also started passing out like flyers to an event to uh, raise awareness for like the, the cutting down of a certain forest near the venue. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there are lots of lo- a lot of really nice forests in the BC area, so for sure that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, as you shake in um, your hand and you say that, he says, "I, I do think I can do a lot of good, but um, I like to take it one step at a time. And for me, at the very least, the uh, furthest I would like to look right now is to help my parents um, as much as I can. And once they're settled, then I can, I can think about what to do next after that. All right. Well." As long as you have a, a bigger goal in mind, 
And he hands you a flyer as well and says, I don't know, if you're feeling like it, the, um, I don't know, insert name of specific florist (laughs) could really use um, talent like yours to bring some eyes on the people who want to tear it down. I'll definitely keep that in mind. I can even, maybe I can get the rest of Rhythmics on this. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you do certainly know someone who's in the environmental club at school. Yeah, I do. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And uh, Marcus smiles, just nods his head, and Hmm. um, walks off stage. I'm also curious, um, how does detransformed Marcus look compared to his idol form? Is it fairly similar or any notable differences? Um, Detransformed Marcus has lost the leaves on his boots. You can see that they are this, um, like, cactus leather pair of shoes. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. It sounds pretty cool to me. And his uh, button-down shirt has kind of uh, disintegrated into a tank top. He kind of just looks like a regular teen. Hey, I'm I'm just a regular teen. (laughs) I'm just a, a regular teen environmental activist like you. As you're walking away, he calls after you saying, remember, I do think it would be great if we like caught up and traded notes and played together a bit and together rather than against each other. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. And then Marcus walks back and just ex- uh, gives you his phone number. Oh yeah. And he gets, um, Jane gets his phone out and gives um, Marcus his. I think at this point you're both getting shuffled off stage by tournament staff who are yeah. very hurriedly <laughs> trying to turn on the like, power like barrier reconstruction <laughs> mode for the stage so it can fix itself from all the damage you've done <laughs> good match great seeing you What a blowout result! Our first two Rhythmics matches both finished with a tie, and with the way this match started, we very well could have had a third. This time, however, Elementum managed to surge ahead to a decisive victory. While these young musicians may be equals in terms of musical talent, it seems Elementum's skills with magic ultimately gave him the edge. This is quite unfortunate for the Saint, especially considering his noble cause. However, the crowd definitely did not appreciate his trash talk nor his loss of control of such potentially dangerous magic. We do wish him luck in his activist efforts and urge you to visit his social media pages for more details on how you can help save BC Forests. It seems, though, that the saint may still have more work to do in improving his skills as a super idol. As for Elementum, as we understand it, he will actually not be moving forward in the tournament despite his victory. Sources close to Elementum have confirmed he has recently decided to return home to the UK. Unfortunately, he was unable to withdraw from the qualifiers prior to the deadline for submission changes. As such, he was still obligated to appear in at least this match. So, as unorthodox as it may be, no one from this round will be advancing to the main Sing Star tournament. Still, we wish Elementum all the best and hope that his career takes off in a big way back in the UK. Next up, we return to the Moonbeam Lounge to check on the results of another potentially close match. This one has also blown up on social media since the end of the match, and once again, we have all the exclusive footage you could ask for. 
Check out our coverage of this landmark performance between Selena Tsukino and Violence Violet right now. Yeah, I think you don't see Mary Rain frown as you turn kind of away from her and the rest of the audience. Um, we'll just, we'll talk a little bit less about what her reactions are for a while. <laughs> I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> yeah, if you're both sort of like semi-facing each other, it almost seems like you're doing like something collaborative. For, yeah, for actually, actually I was thinking in, in that direction, actually. Like, I think Vivi's starting to think this is, we're really both putting on a show and like... This is wrestling, but frillier. Exactly, like I... I do want to win, but I'm starting to shift into the mode of like this, you know, Selena's been very positive about this whole thing. And like, there's no reason we can't just hype each other up like this. So I'm going to provoke someone, but I just want to provoke the audience. Yeah, that's more than fair. And what would you like to provoke? Like, uh, like a specific reaction in them? Actually, I think what, what I'm actually going to start doing is like doing more of a play fighting with Selena not trying to hit her with my sword, but like giving cool swings and jabs that she has the opportunity to dodge or deflect. Ooh. Lena's fighting some like play kicks back, like mm-hmm. clearly telegraphed so that you can dodge them and look cool as well. Yeah. <laughs> There's a moment of body language communication where they both realize that actually we can just put on a show here. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. No matter who wins, we'll both wind up the stars of the whole competition because we'll be the most memorable performance. Yeah, I mean, it's win-win, obviously. We uh, both want to have hype going forward in the tournament, so I'm going to try to, like, provoke the other Rhythmics fans to, like, get hype for Selena to see, like, she can go toe-to-toe with Violence Violet. Yeah, are you, like, speaking or singing to sort of, like, indicate that, like, yeah, let's get some let's get some support for Selena here, too, as you're trading play blows? Or just sort of, like, it's implicit in your actions? I'm not going to say that explicitly, but I'm going to, like, during a pause in the lyrics, I'm going to, like, stop and point my sword again and say, uh, I think you're one of the toughest opponents I've fought before diving into that semi-play fighting style. <laughs> She's like, well, I'll get number one in that too, with a wink. <laughs> <laughs> a genuine smile from Vivi. All right. Well, let's see how this goes for you then. Oh, It's okay. That's a seven. <laughs> All right. I think you definitely would gain a... Oh, wait, you were supposed to get a, a plus one on that move, too. Um, but okay, because it didn't, It wouldn't help in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that case, it's not really airing, but I think it's definitely a critical opportunity that you get, like, kind of what you want out of them. You want... You get both the rhythmic stands cheering for Selena and the Selena stands cheering for Violence Violet, because I think the audience is starting to get the vibe at this point. <laughs> Oh yeah, amazing. Violence Violet gets her cool point. And what option would you like from the list there? I'm going to give one of my cool points to Selena because that's the vibe right now. All right. That's right. We're going for the highest cool point score. (laughs) Got to run up the scoreboard. Yeah. I think that puts us at Selena 5 and Violence Violet 4 at the moment. So it's still pretty close. Yeah. I want to directly engage a threat with Superior because there's an audience watching and I have... What is the move called? Stage fighting? Yeah. If this isn't stage fighting, I don't know what is. (laughs) It was was the absolute perfect time to use that move. Yes. (laughs) You basically gave it to me. (laughs) And 11. (laughs) (laughs) Today. Don't roll low numbers. (laughs) No low numbers, only high rolls. 
<laughs> I am going to impress my opposition and create an opportunity for my opposition since they're also yes. allies. Oh, um, I do notice that. Sorry, I did, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I noticed that stage fighting says you have to mark a condition to roll with superior on that move. Okay, that's fine. I will mark Angie. I'm not Angie at violence. I'm making assumptions about what the relation between violence and cool pop star is. And I'm like, oh my God, is this person like putting pressure on this awesome person? Yeah, you can definitely get another glance up at her and you can see a very cold look down at the goings on currently. Because this is far less one-sided towards violence Violet than she would like right now. Yeah, she's angry about that. Okay. <laughs> and she is going to gain another cool point and add another cool right. violence Violet. Cool. 6-5. <laughs> okay. And... Violence, Violet. How do you how do you continue li- living out your review Starlight fantasies? <laughs> That's what I was going for. <laughs> I came here to get called out, and I'm having such a good time right now. <laughs> That's how she's doing. Um, I'm gonna directly engage again. I'm gonna start leaning leaning into it. You know, still trying to make both of us look good, but more serious fighting now. Just like really getting into the swing of it. Sure. Ooh, that is a 12. Good lord. These are, these are good rolls. <laughs> yeah, I will say that the rolls throughout the tournament have been very good. People know what to do with their stats for this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's good to know that Roll20 supports the queer community. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realized, by the way, on uh, Alexis's last Directly Engage, uh, we didn't do Directly Engage options. So if you both want to take some Directly Engage options as you Directly Engage, <laughs> that would probably that would probably be good. I picked to impress, and I picked to create an opportunity for... Oh, I completely missed that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that that was part of why I'm, like, leaning into taking this fighting seriously as well, is, um, you know, yeah. impressed, like, oh, she definitely can right, keep right, right. up. Uh, okay. Ooh, do you think to match and make, like, a sonic blade with my voice to start clashing? Oh, I love that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like... The audience won't see a blade, but you you're clearly hitting something. Yeah, or it like looks like like pretty little pink sound waves, like kind of like shaky. Like it looks like a, like a construct, but like just barely there. But you can see it like pink and matching Celine's uh, Selena's hair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Uh, in that case, I guess which mm-hmm. directly engage options would you like? Uh, I'm going to resist or avoid their blows. I'm also going to create an opportunity for Selena here. Okay. To, to look cooler to do what she wants to do. Sure. <laughs> Perfect. Lovely. Amazing. Okay. And what would you like for your dance like you want to win options? Okay. I'm going to add uh, an additional cool point, which I believe puts me up by one. Yes. Uh, Can I rattle my opponent, but can I rattle Mary Rain? Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay, then. Yeah, no, go for it. I love that. I think the definitions of ally and opponent have shifted in the middle of this fight. (laughs) (laughs) We're fighting (laughs) in this dance competition. Yes. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) I don't know if if I'm torn between not representing that mechanically and just doing it narratively and um, doing it through the one mechanic that does relate directly to Mary Rain, and that's having you mark a dip track. I'm okay with that. Because <laughs> it won't, like, directly negatively impact you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're okay with marking the doom track, um, <laughs> you can mark a doom track. I think that's honest play. Yeah. 
let it never be said that I will give up an opportunity to do something fun and cool because it's mechanically disadvantageous. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Because yeah. Mary Rain also angie right now. <laughs> so that would make very much sense with what's going on on your sheet right now. <laughs> but yes, that does put you up by one. So that's, <laughs> you are slightly up in likes if, if you get a glance at the score projections mm -hmm. on the back curtain. Yes. I do still want to win, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Selena kind of low-key wants you to win now because she's mad at Mary. <laughs> <laughs> and she wants to feel like you on your way. Mm. But of course, she's still not going to let you, like, yeah. win easily. Of course not. No, I'm going to... That would cheapen it. I would cheapen it. I, I want, again, I want the clips on Idol 2 to be, like, the most popular clips from the whole competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... For, you know, right? It, it benefits me. I'm, I'm an idle tuber. That's like, for me, that's, I really just need the views. Yeah. <laughs> Win or lose, I just need the views. That's the tagline at the end of her videos. Win or lose, I need mm -hmm. the views. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably not, but. I think people catchy. appreciate that honesty from an idle tuber. <laughs> it's like, you know, some YouTubers will say, hey, you know, if I make any mistakes or you disagree with me, just go ahead and leave a comment and let me know so that I get a boost in the algorithm. <laughs> Great, fantastic. Um, I want a time for the show again. Sure. I want to dazzle Mary. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm doing some like big sound wave effects now and like hyping us up is what I'm going for. Like <laughs> making effects and like adding like an aura, like shadows that are like moving with us now for like the fight. They're like projecting behind us. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making it like. The most extra I can. <laughs> oh, this is great. Yeah. Oh, please do this. <laughs> and let's go. 14. Oh my ah! goodness. No, low rolls. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. I want to impress Mary Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, what's your face? <laughs> Mary, what's your face? I forgot her name because she's not Violence Violet, who's clearly the star here. <laughs> way better, way more talented. With a much better future than her. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you can name two NPCs present even, so you could impress, I, I don't know, both Mary Rain and Grace, although Grace is a friendly NPC. <laughs> yeah. I'll impress Grace for fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is there like an anime like line between their eyes? Like, <laughs> where they meet eyes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the cutaway and the like anime speed lines next to their faces. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. Okay, what is it? What's the score at right now? After I got that point. Oh, uh, after your default point, you are at seven seven. Okay. And as you're doing this, you hear a soft warning buzzer go, which signals that the match is going to be over soon. And I'm I'm gonna give you both two more turns to wrap up the match. Two more turns each. Yeah. Well, I'm filled with determination. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna <laughs> remove that Angie. Sure. I'm no longer mad, I won, in my mind. <laughs> and I am going to bump myself up by one more point. Just to keep the challenge in play. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, Vivi, do you see Selena make this pointed glance up at Mary Rain and Grace? Uh, yeah, I do. I think there's just a moment of like, oh, shit, I forgot they were there. That's the biggest diss to Mary Rain <laughs> I could think of right now. I will also say uh, time for my solo is still on the table. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, that's well. I think that's what I'm going to do here. I think it's I think it's time for my solo. This is I think that makes sense. Maybe the, the big finish. 
Yes. Uh, so for time for my solo, whenever you put your heart into a performance or impassioned speech with the intent to evoke a specific reaction in one or more people, roll plus savior, and we'll see what the reactions are when you roll. Hell yeah. That's a, an eight. That's a hit. Nice, nice. So on a seven to nine, you get a decent reaction. Most of your audience reacts the way you want within reason. I think I can guess who might not. <laughs> Some may still be unmoved. So you take plus one forward on your next move and mark a condition that reflects how you feel about your performance's shortcomings. Okay, I think since this is right after I realized that for, uh, you know, a wonderful few moments, I forgot that I was being directly watched and evaluated on this performance after all of the training I've been doing. So I realized that and I'm going to mark afraid. Poor baby. But yes, otherwise your performance goes very well. Feel free to describe how this goes. Yeah, I think at this moment, Vivi's going to fall back on one of the tricks she hasn't done for a while. She's going to, like, take a jump backwards and several swords appear in the air and come down and they don't, uh, not to attack Selena, but, like, come down creating a barrier between the two of them so that Vivi can, like, take a step back and focus on performing the song and turns back to the audience and belts it out looking at Mary Rain and at Grace and goes back to where she was at the start, which is focusing on her vocal performance rather than on fighting. Mm. And it, you know, for at least most of the audience, it goes over great. It's like started with the showing she has the chops vocally and, you know, then switching into that direct, but in this case, more fun fighting. And then she's going back to, you know, showing that she can belt out the vocals as well. Yeah, and I think for sure your your audience, both contingents of the audience, really, really love this. You hear Alice call out, like, you can do it, baby sister! <laughs> at that moment, you also hear another familiar voice you haven't heard up to now, and you, you see at one of the higher balcony tables, kind of behind Mary Rain, actually, you can see some familiar light sticks up in the audience, and you, you hear the voice of Karen calling out in support as well. Just like, you're doing great. You also see Grace is being supportive and they're, they've got their hands balled into fists um, because they're next to Mary Rain and they're pulling for you, but also like kind of intimidated by Mary, mm -hmm. who's clearly not enjoying herself. <laughs> Good. I know Vivi has mixed feelings about that. I, Dana, am, am happy that Mary Rain is not enjoying herself. She, d <laughs> she deserves to have a bad time. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so you, you have your, your cool point. Um, what other option would you like from the list for this? Uh, I'm going to gain an additional cool point. All right. That puts us at 8-9 with Vivi in the lead. Fantastic. Second to last turn. Then I think I will go for a solo too, picking up the vibes. All right. Uh, let's focus on our vocals for a minute. Sure. Yeah, you're, you're physically divided between the two halves of the stage right now with Vivi's sword wall between you. So once Vivi's part of the song finishes, you are free to do your solo. Yeah, and now I'm taking it, and let's see how it goes. Eight, perfect. Evenly matched. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so on that uh, same deal, uh, so you get the same kind of decent reaction, and you get plus one forward on your next move as well. But you also mark a condition reflecting how you feel about your shortcomings right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am feeling guilty. Because I feel like I have an unfair advantage in this fight because I have a fandom. And I, I'm hoping that my audience is actually rating us based on who's performing the best. Because I don't, like, right, I, I just want 
whoever they think is best to win here. Mm-hmm. But I'm worried that like standum power is going to push my cool points ahead. Yeah, I think that's a fair thing to worry about. Yeah, so like I'm a little guilty about that, that like I have this edge over this amazing performer and I wanted it to be completely fair. Mm-hmm. Now that I performed with her, I think that she is she is an amazing singer. Not just that she's cute, but like that I respect her as an artist. <laughs> Very shonen anime, I respect the hell out of you, opponent feels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If uh, Selena was around more, she would want to be her anime rival. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that goes well. She has a plus one forward on the next move. Yep. Yeah. And you get your one option from the dance like you want to win. Yeah. And I'm also going to push myself up another point. Hey! <laughs> Okay. Just keep a neck and neck there. Yeah. Highest scores possible. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> and fittingly, you both have a plus one on your final move of the match. Mm-hmm. All right. Unfortunately, the vibes being what they are just now, Vivi's back to like focusing on Mary's reaction as this wraps up. I'm going to roll to pierce the mask. I'm going to roll to okay. figure out how Mary Rain has been reacting to this. Okay. I'm not sure if this would even trigger Dance Like You Want to Win because this is not even... Yeah, well, it probably would because you're also still performing as you do this. Okay. So we'll just roll that separately to track how your performance is doing. Okay. To finish up. Yeah, that's not in me. Okay. Well, I'm definitely at, at least doing that. Uh, oh, six. Oh, okay, but with the plus then. one, that's a seven. Oh, yeah. So... I forgot to Oh, good. I was worried that. you didn't add it. Okay, good. Yeah, so on A7, you can ask one from Pierce the Mask. What do you intend to do? You make locked eyes with her again in this moment, and you can see the intensity there. You can tell she's not actually, like, entirely unimpressed with what she's seen, because you did put on a quality performance throughout, Mm -hmm. and you really only stumbled in her eyes a couple Mm -hmm. times. But consistent branding is important, and Mm -hmm. more importantly... Listening to Mary Rain's directions is important. And she intends to remind you of that very thoroughly when you come in for your next training session with your two trainers happens. I think she's going to be personally there to oversee it. Chuckles, I'm in danger. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then I think just going to roll uh, Savior with dance like you want to win again to sort of wrap up the wrap up the performance sure oh and that one is a 10 a full hit (laughs) so you you wrap up your performance perfectly but with that lingering feeling of oh god Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the back of your mind yeah so speaking of which for dance like you want to win i'm going to be filled with determination i'm going to remove the afraid condition again okay and give myself an additional cool point. High scores only. All right. Perfect. Okay. And then Selena, you get the final move. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to seek help from my audience, I think. Okay. So I'm going to roll and see how Selena does this and how this looks. Eight. So their demands uh, are a lot higher, but I they still help me. So they're going to want something from me. Hmm. Or videos or something like that. <laughs> I think they're probably going to demand a collab with Vivi at this point. That's good. I love that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I think typically her help from her audience is like she's 
changing the lyrics. She's ignoring the karaoke lyrics now. She's being a bit of a diva. <laughs> she's written her own end to this song. Amazing. Sure. <laughs> and she's singing, like, encouraging Violence Violet and, like, for everyone to, like, uh, support and, like, right, like, these are, we're the stars, we're the heroes of the story kind of ending. Okay. Yeah, I think if the goal is to make them support Violence Violet more than they otherwise would in this moment, yeah, I think they're probably gonna they're probably gonna nag you to make sure that she comes back soon and frequently on your channel. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's definitely my goal. That's what I'm going for. I'm just like, we're the best. And my goal is in part, again, despite Mary, like, look, you could do this without this record label. I can, I make enough money. You could do <laughs> this on your own. You could do this with me. I'm, I'm here. But like the goal from the audience is like, give her that engagement. Oh. All right. Yeah, and I think they are going to start giving likes to... Well, they're still giving likes to you, but they are the, the number of likes is ticking up more for Vivi as well. Yeah. And then you get your final option on Dance Like You Want to Win. Yeah, what's the score at? Well, with your default cool point, that puts you even at 11-11. I'm full of determination. I clear a condition. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I remove insecure. You're, we're both filled with determination in this moment. Yes. Yes. My conditions are cleared. My crops are watered. Perfect. Love that. <laughs> yeah, and I think because your your audience is so savvy, they don't want to not support you, but they also want to follow your wishes and support this other person. They are savvy enough to track the likes as they <laughs> as they go, and they are able to manipulate the likes such that by the time the counter reaches zero, you'll end up at that exact same rounded score. Amazing. Perfect. And Selena will run up and, and offer a hug. She won't like force a hug, but she'll like put out her arms like that was <laughs> good. Vivi like freezes up for a moment and like extends a hand for a handshake. She'll move her hand and handshake yeah. uh, very firmly. And nods. That was that was good. That was a lot more fun than I expected to have. Thank you. It was my pleasure. After all, stars shine's brightest when they're focused on their audience and themselves. So, <laughs> good job. I really yeah. thought you were going to beat me. <laughs> Maybe the finer score will, will show that. Vivi winks and says, yeah, so, so did I. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Uh, yeah, and there is uproarious cheering from both of your sections of the audience. The, the rhythmic stands and the Selena stands alike. Comrades in arms, uh, they're, if you're not hugging, they certainly are. <laughs> Going to different tables and high-fiving each other. <laughs> yes. I think, uh, Vivi, you can see your parents and um, Alice, they're, they're mm -hmm. smiling and tearing up. Yeah, I'm probably, you know, kind of flushed still and, like, trying to look professional on stage still, but I, you know, give them a smile, I think. Mm-hmm. Kind of similarly to the moment in the first season where, you know, Vivi was like referred to Rhythmics as her friends for the first time. There's like maybe a recognition that, you know, compared to the one big show they saw her do, she's like obviously has, has had fun in this and enjoyed it instead of being, you know, turned into performance mode and like critical of herself. She's like, it's, it's clear to the people that know her that this was genuinely fun. Mm -hmm. I think probably the person in the room who would know that best right now uh, probably is, is Karen. And you can't see her very well because she's, again, very high up and further back. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you see that that knowing nod and, and smile like I'm proud of you type look. Mm-hmm. And she moves towards the back of the room and gives a, a wink and a flash of her light stick and then disappears. <laughs> have another tie game with the exception of elementum rhythmic seems to be all about proving that they can find common ground with their rivals and move forward alongside them this is a very heartwarming development especially for selena and violet who seem to have formed a strong chemistry on stage very quickly Gossip outlets are already speculating about possible sparks of romance between the pair. Although, we would like to remind our viewers that both these competitors are minors. As such, any speculation on their romantic intentions, or lack thereof, would be inappropriate. Regardless, it seems we can expect more collaborations from Selena and Violet in the near future. We'll be very excited to cover them all for you lovely viewers at home once they drop. Finally, we have the conclusion to our last Rhythmics match of the day, Bane Kitten versus Disco David Bowie. Federal government officials have given us the go-ahead to air this footage with the following disclaimer. C-Sharp claims no association with Disco David Bowie. Any implications made regarding Disco David Bowie's involvement with C-Sharp employees and or programs administered by C-Sharp are either erroneous or exaggerated. Hmm. Duly noted. With that, let's check out the rest of this match and find out just what the heck happened here. Yeah, so you pull off this incredible move and you get your your slide down the ramp and you end up in a cool pose at like the bottom of the ramp and a roar of cheers comes from the crowd. Disco David Bowie, I have to say your whole name every time. Um, (laughs) What are you doing? Well, I'm watching this just amazing individual perform these fantastic moves and I'm thinking, no. We can't just have everyone here seeing this the world's gotta know. So I'm gonna use alien tech, where oh. I'm gonna skate by one of the cameras and mess around with it so that it just for a short while fires off on everyone's TV. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this match is not going the way I thought it would, but it's going better than uh. I thought it would. <laughs> So that's using my freak. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So on a hit, you create a device that can do something impossible once and then fizzles out. Uh, hmm. <laughs> oh, and the, and the options are only from, from the 10 plus. Okay. So yeah, I think it very briefly, it does what you want. <laughs> it's just suddenly a, an unbelievable spike in viewer count. <laughs> Everyone, look! Look at this greatness! And I think you get your cool point from being the presenter of this cool thing that Bane Kitten is doing. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like a little overlay on it on people's screens, like little black things. <laughs> little like cartoon characters of Disco David Bowie with thumbs up and smiley faces. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a really bad Instagram filter. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think the live stream chat at this point, it, uh, I think a hashtag is starting to form in the chat that says hashtag good guy disco David Bowie. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody loves that you're just being such a good sport about this. <laughs> seeing this live chat as I'm messing with the camera and really really angering the staff to the point where there's people that are talking to each other behind clipboards and that's never a good sign this fills me with determination and I, I'm no longer insecure okay I feel stronger I feel like the world is finally seeing me for who I am I've quite literally seen you for ten seconds before the TV blips out again you're being forced to watch me. I think you both get a huge spike in likes going on the, the scoreboard after that. Wave of exposure <laughs> brings people's yeah. attention to the competition. So at this point, you come down from your, your cool move, and you see Disco David Bowie isn't actually doing anything from your vantage point. They're just at the camera doing something to the camera. And you're not sure what, because you haven't been watching. I'm going to say... Disco David Bowie, let's dance. Snap a finger. I think at that, you transition into a royalty-free sound-alike of David Bowie's Let's Dance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to skate back to the main area on my Heelys and probably just going to do some freestyle b-boy dancing this time mm-hmm. around. And I'm going to do one more before my solo. That's my... Oh, sure, sure. And for this one, I'm... Unleash my powers. Oh, that's a 12, a full hit. Nice. How are your powers enhancing your cool b-boy moves? So as she's like doing one of those, you know, those spinny things that b-boy dancers do. Right. Well, the good thing is this parkour park has that like hard foam ground that you have at parks like that so that you don't like scrape your knees or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's just kind of doing some cool ground spins and stuff like that. And filled with determination now, I remove my hopeless condition. Awesome. And uh, I'm going to give myself another another cool point. Oh, goodness. Bane Kitten pulling ahead at this point. This score is currently eight cool points to five. Oof. Oh, my. I think it's time. It's time to get down there and dance my funky, groovy moves. And I'm gonna uh, be, like, floating down. Definitely doing, like, a little bit of that, like, you know, 80s music video where they're slowly moving their hands back and forth, almost like they're a video game character. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> and then once I hit down onto the ground, I start just going wild with my roller skates. And there's little bars that, you know, like the that are up that maybe it's for grinding on a skateboard or something like that. So I'm hitting those. There's another little uh, bar that almost looks like somewhere where you'd lock your bike up and I want to jump on it and start doing that move where it's like you're uh, you're switching from hand to hand and like moving your legs around in a circle mm-hmm. and just picking up speed as like the, mm-hmm. the neon is starting to create a, a circular glow. I see. All right. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to provoke Bane Kitten to get into this dance off with me using my superior <laughs> Okay. Oh, I like this. That is a nine. So on a seven to nine for a PC, uh, you can choose one of the following. 
if they do what you want to do, add a team to the pool. I'm going to say the team comes from your audience in this case. And if they don't do it, mark a condition. Which do you think fits this? Uh, like which condition fits this, are you asking? Well, I mean, like, do you think you would add a positive reinforcement or a negative reinforcement, basically? I think it would definitely be positive. Uh, he wants to really just get in there and give it their all. That's what I thought. <laughs> that sounds like the Disco David <laughs> Bowie way. I definitely will add it a, an additional cool point to try to catch up. All right. Get in the game. Okay, that's cool. So that should bring you to a seven. Okay. So yes, Angie, if you join Disco David Bowie more directly in the dance-off, then you can have, I guess, effectively a plus one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to join it, and uh, I'm going to try and match what they're doing. Ooh, yeah. So, like, for a moment, you know, I do that thing where you're standing there with, like, your arms crossed at the dance battle, just watching. <laughs> and then I'm going to jump in and try to do basically exactly what they're doing. Okay. I think this feels a little bit more direct at this point. So I think I'm going to call yeah. that a directly engage a threat. Okay. So I get my plus one. Yes. And then another plus one for my game face. Mm-hmm. And that is a full hit. That is a 12. So you are keeping up pace to pace, toe to toe, just matching those moves exactly. You don't have the neon glowing circle, obviously, but you do have your own fireworks powers. So those could be going off as well I if do. you want. And I would say, like, I'm also going pretty fast. So even though it's not bright, there's definitely like a ring of yellow from my sparkly shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna gain an additional cool point. <laughs> and <laughs> always uh, a good idea. I'm also gonna rattle my opponents again and inflict a condition. Mm. What would you like to inflict? Afraid. Mm. Ben Kitten is literally scary good to you. This this power. It's reminding me back home with dear old Papa. Oh no! <laughs> this strength was unrivaled. The ability to punch through buildings. They talked to me and they said you must use your powers for the war and I said, but dear papa, I want to go out there and I want to shine. I don't want to cause fear. This is bringing me back to that moment. Alright, so this is like hitting you surprisingly hard watching Bane Kitten do this and just the again, as you called it, the unrivaled strength hits you right to your core in a way you were not expecting. So you are going to take a powerful blow, roll plus your conditions marked. Seven. I think what happens is uh, Disco David Bowie stops spinning as uh, Bane Kitten is doing the spinning. The uh, Bane Kitten's hands are like gripping onto the railing and like bending it a little bit. <laughs> and <Yeah>. just <laughs> All this is coming back and Disco David Bowie falls falls backwards and falls onto the back, staring up at the sky. Silver tears are streaking down, falling onto the platform. What am I doing? I can't go back there. I can't go to that war. I don't want to go. Are you saying this out loud or is this a monologue, an inner monologue? 100% it's out loud. Disco David <laughs> Bowie does not know how to internalize thoughts. <laughs> so it's, it's all out loud. Probably there's like a little speaker projection or something. Oh my god. And so it's given ground. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. So, yeah, 
Bane Kitten, your opponent basically just fell off the bars at this point and landed flat on their back and is crying. <sighs> what do you do? Oh, I don't want this to be a move, but I think Bane's going to like stop off the rail and do one of those, you know, those cheerleader flips <laughs> over. And um, she's going to stand next to Disco David. And oh, no, I'm not very good at comforting or supporting. Mm. <laughs> but we're going to try it anyway. Yeah, I think around the sides of the arena, there are like some staff and medics ready to do something if need be. But they're going to let you do your thing first, just in case. Yeah, so she's going to flip over and like kneel down into a pose. And she's going to say... Disco David Bowie, you were the strongest dancer that I have ever had the pleasure of dance battling. And she's kind of doing that shifty eyes like, I'm not good at words, just bear with me here. (laughs) And it has been a pleasure. But this isn't that kind of battle. We're just grooving in a funky way. And uh, she's going to do some disco dancing or something. She's like, (laughs) mom's really going to like this. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna attempt to comfort and support. <laughs> sure. Uh, the bull. And I think I'm actually, I, I'm actually, I'm gonna be kind on this. I'm gonna give you a plus one because Disco David Bowie respects the hell out of you, and I'm, <laughs> I, it's just based on everything that you've been saying, Lucas. I think that would give you plus one. Yeah, one hundred percent. The other thing, though, is I'm marked with an angry condition right now. So oh. that's also another minus two to comfort oh. or support. Oh, no. And but my mundane is minus two. So I'm at a minus four right now. So with the plus, fu- with the plus one, that's a hearty minus three. Minus three. Okay, so here we go. And it's still a seven. It's a seven. The plus one helped. Yay. It did. It did. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, yeah. So on a successful comfort and support, they hear you. Disco David Bowie, you can mark potential, clear a condition, or shift labels if you open up to Bane Kitten. I look up at Bane Kitten, who's beginning to do some funky dance moves. Bane Kitten, thank you for your kind words. I can feel it, I told you. The love that's inside your heart, it's overwhelming. It's really bringing me back to the reason of why I came to your world. I saw this funky, fresh place. And I knew that portal, they said, do not step through that portal, man. But I said, there's another world out there, one without war and fear. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to dance. Thank you. Thank you for your kind words. Yeah, no problem. Their use of the word portal will actually strike you because you saw a lot of portals in the end of arc two. Mm, Okay. Yeah. So basically what happens is once again, it's one of those anime things where like the screen shades a little bit and uh, she'll probably just be thinking they must be somewhere from the multiverse. And then that's like it. (laughs) Yeah. You're probably thinking I'm somewhere from the multiverse. (laughs) 
And you'd be right. Oh, goodness. And Disco David Bowie is admitting this live on a stream, too. I'm done working with you, government, Dan. (laughs) Somewhere, a C-sharp agent throws down a headset and says, Damn it, David! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but also, I feel like... In the chat, nobody's taking this really seriously. And I feel I feel like this is one of those things that like people just wouldn't believe because it's so ridiculous. Even though we're in a world where musical idols have superpowers, they're just like, no, um, I just can't suspend my disbelief for this. And yeah, super uh, idol powers are confirmed with science. Multiverse, mm. pff, nobody can prove that. Yeah, but there's some there's some like back view of like an executive chair and someone with like that classic glass of scotch who just sets it down with interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And I'm just envisioning the chat. Everyone just like hashtagging something silly like that. Just multiverse things or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so many memes. <laughs> Yeah, there are going to be lots of screen caps of the both of you captioned with just multiverse things. Yeah, because <laughs> we're both wearing like sparkly sequin outfits, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's just a lot of glitter, too, going on. And yeah. uh, um, anyway, so to finish this off, uh, she's going to be like, come on, Disco David Bowie, let's funk this up and then start into more disco dance moves. With the expectation that DDB will join in. We could be heroes just for one night. (laughs) And I will definitely get up, wipe the silver tears away. All of your compatriots in the audience are like openly weeping with tears of joy (laughs) at the beauty of the scene before them. (laughs) Especially the bikers. Yeah, 100%. This is right on their level. Camaraderie just hits them to the core. Yeah, actually, at this point, we get another, like, anime-style flashback of, like, a schoolyard at sunset with a dejected-looking Disco David Bowie as the local delinquents surround them and are like, Come on, this isn't like you, man. You have to be better than this. You're you're always there for us. You always bring us up when we're down. What are we even going to do? I know, but you heard what that grocery store attendant told me. They told me that I look like a freak just because I don't have smooth skin like everyone else. I know I'm different in this world and it just sometimes feels too hard to be funky fresh every day. That's what makes you amazing, though, Disco David Bowie. That's what inspired us on the day that you kicked our asses, and that's what inspires us to support you to this day. And if they can't see that, then that's their loss. And there's a flashback to Disco (laughs) David Bowie standing, a flashback in a flashback, flashback. (laughs) Uh, torn jacket, large shoulder pads, one of them messed up, bell-bottom jeans, dirty, covered in mud, bit of blood. And uh, the bikers all knocked out around him as the rain's falling. And then we go back to the first flashback. I remember that day. You came to me with just hatred in your hearts. But I saw the love blossoming underneath. The fight. The fight that I knew was right. It spoke to both of us and we... We grew. You carved it into our souls. I can do this, you're right. Let's change the world. 
with one dance move at a time. One dance move at a time! They yell collectively, all sticking a single disco finger up into the air. And that's where we come back to now present, where all of them are doing that move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think the audience is taking the cue from them as everybody starts to raise up the disco finger going up and down as a wave goes through the audience of this happening. I would like to use a move, the best of them. Yeah! Because I, I know currently Bane Kitten is angry. And uh, when you comfort or support someone by telling them how they exemplify the best parts of Earth, roll freak instead of mundane. All right. Hey. That is a nine. David Bowie uh, is, is dancing their way to like this uh, little area of the stage that's raised up almost for like a, an area where you're going to award someone or something. It looks like that. They, they go to there and they snap their fingers and the lights shine down on them. They say... I'd just like to take a moment for you, dear audience, you've been watching us make these funky fresh moves, and you've all seen just how talented my opponent is here. They came into this competition a bit nervous, a bit worried, but look at them here right now, right here today. What you're seeing in front of you is the face that will change a generation. Let us give it up for Bane Kitten. And then the lights will move to Bane Kitten. Now I'm going to cool, do some cool dance moves. All right. The lights are on me. And before you do that, I'm just going to give you your uh, dance like you want to win option for that because that's still something the audience would react to. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you get your you get a cool point from that because that was cool. <laughs> I, I think I'll gain an additional cool point. He's, he's gaining ground. He's, he's really feeling good. <laughs> so the score as it stands is currently... 10 to 9. I'm going to give you each one more turn. Okay. As you get a warning buzzer out across the arena signaling the end of the match is near. Does anything happen to my angry condition in response to this? Oh, right. Uh, you, <laughs> you take your comfort and support option. So if you open up to Disco David Bowie, you can clear a condition. And I think your, dan- your dance moves can count as opening up. Because I think that's what Disco David Bowie wants. Yeah, and she's going to do some funky fresh dance moves and say, my team is counting on me. That's the nerves. But I also have to say that this has been this has been pretty fucking fun. And then she does like a few more spins and like a <laughs> disco finger. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, your, your cheerleaders, literal and otherwise, in the audience are doing that move and they're cheering for you. They're starting to cry now as well. And at this point, you see in the audience, Karen is finally there as well. Um, she's come in to watch the end of the match. <laughs> you don't know how long she's been there, but she's been there long enough to get the vibe. That this seems like friends competing rather than actual. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so she's, again, lazily like doing the finger thing, but nonetheless doing it. Yeah. Let us show them. Show them the extent of our moves. Right, and then Bane Kitten, you can roll for showing off your cool dance moves. I think I will. And uh, which I guess if we're doing, are we just doing a dance like you want to win, or are you doing your time for my solo? Why don't I do a time for my solo? All right. So that is going to be rolling with your savior. With my savior, which is minus one. Oh, is oh, <laughs> maybe you don't want to do oh, that. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's zero because uh, game face. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Just a straight roll. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's a seven. Respectable hey. seven. 
Nice, nice. So on a seven to nine with It's Time for My Solo, you get a decent reaction. Most of your audience reacts the way you want within reason. Some may still be unmoved. I think I'm going to stretch the limits of May in this case. A lot of people are moved by this. (laughs) (laughs) So you will take a condition thinking about the flaws in your performance, but otherwise I think it's going to go very well for you. All right. Yeah, I'm probably going to be a bit insecure because I tried like a new move that Kyle just taught me in the dance battle. And I was like, I think I can do it, but I don't exactly do it. But anybody who isn't a trained dancer probably wouldn't notice, but I remember. So Mm. bothers me a little bit. So I'm going to be a bit insecure about it. For sure. And then you will also get your one option from Dance Like You Want to Win. You know what? Another cool point. All right. I don't think the audience cares that much that you didn't do the moves exactly perfectly right. You're your own harshest critic. They love what you're doing. Enough so that your likes are skyrocketing as you do this. You're living as you do this, and so is your audience. You've never felt so light and warm before, supported not only by the audience, but by your opponent. This is fantastic. (laughs) And Disco David Bowie, you get one last move before the counter reaches zero. All right, so hear me out. You can definitely say no. Uh, There's never been this much passion in Disco David Bowie. It never has has their heart been so full, seeing just the the powers of competition, uh, overcoming some pretty heavy stuff midway through this this battle. We learned a lot about Disco David Bowie. Now I say they just unlock like a, a moment of truth. They start, like, dancing, they're grooving, they're starting to lighten up. And first to most of the world's shock, the sun dims a little bit. Just the brightness, not the heat, because that would kill everyone. But the, <laughs> the light is, is coming here and just, like, the disco David Bowie is, is glowing so much and spinning and spinning and spinning. That It's too fast for a normal person but they just keep spinning this rapid and then you see the light are doing this perfect rainbow disco ball as they go over top of where Bane Kitten is like highlighting their dance moves and then uh, for my dance like you want to win the thing I was going to do uh, give my cool point to Bane Kitten oh Oh my god I mean I'm cool with it (laughs) yeah no I'm very cool with it (laughs) Meanwhile, there is uh, millions of people <laughs> freaking out that <laughs> just for maybe <laughs> five seconds, the sun dimmed just a bit. And there's a lot of conversations now happening about uh, there's some astrologists somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely some climate scientists like, oh, no, it's finally happening. <laughs> we knew it was coming. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, um <laughs> You do that. (laughs) And I think the live stream chat is full of like sob face emojis and and heart emojis (laughs) as you do this. (laughs) Uh, You're getting a lot of likes, Disco David Bowie, but they know that in their heart of hearts, your wish is that Bane Kitten comes out on top in this match. So Mm -hmm. more of the likes are going in Bane Kitten's direction at this point. And they want nothing more than to acquiesce to your sincere wishes. (laughs) And as the final countdown of the match reaches zero, Bane Kitten, you are victorious, and both of you are probably literally glowing, but also just glowing with the satisfaction of a match well danced. There's going to be, like, an ending pose, and we're just glittering up the audience. (laughs) Yes. 
Yeah, what does this pose look like? Bane Kitten probably does the classic ballerina pose, just kind of like a arched hands kind of thing after, you know, they do some like more cool dances probably and then just ends with a maybe a flourish. Like, you know, at the end of the gymnastics thing where they stand and they pose, I'm picturing it like that. Yeah. Where they just have their hands out and mm-hmm. like their body arched perfectly. Yeah, yeah. And Disco David Bowie is doing the classic, like God reaching out in the, the painting, uh, like the finger <laughs> reaching into the finger. And not that they know that this is a, a religious thing. They just saw it one time, like, well, wow, look at that fellow with the beard. That's quite the pose. So you saw it in just, a meme once. Yeah, they're just doing that right now, <laughs> reaching out and the lights like glowing behind both of them. <laughs> yeah, so as your hand arches back, Disco David Bowie reaches like a finger out in that way to touch your finger as the glow and glitter around you intensifies. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> you brought me on here. This is, this is yeah. what no, it's the table. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and and as the counter finishes and the klaxon goes, declaring Bank Kitten the victor, the entire audience stands up. You both get a standing ovation from everybody. <laughs> Your parents are crying. They're holding up your banner. Like, so, your your mom is yelling so much. So many obscenities, but can't even be heard because everybody else is so loud. It's okay. I can tell she's saying them. Yes, that's the important thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can see one of Karen's light sticks above the crowd. Sophia's waving her pom-poms. The students of Fort McNamara are just excitedly buzzing to each other. The biker gangs wiping their eyes on their leather jacket sleeves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Revving their motorcycles, they somehow got into the stands. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's space between the bleachers, sure. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, you wind down after that. Um, Did you want a a post-match scene as well, or did you want to end it there? Uh, I, I think like just after that, uh, after Disco David Bowie throws up like a, a mountain of rainbows because they spun way too fast. Uh, <laughs> <and then laughs> come back. That was an amazing dance. Going forward, do not worry about the whispering doubts of your heart. You have a heart too big to hide from this world. Go out there and shine. Also, if you see a government agent that looks like this, just avoid them because they'll try to rope you into something dangerous. I show a quick little picture on my phone and then put it away. It's a picture of the agent trying to hold a hand up to the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Are they wearing sunglasses too? Yes. You wouldn't have seen them because you weren't in that scene, but uh, they... The audience would know uh, it's the same sunglasses and suit look that the other C-sharp agents at Twiddle's <laughs> venue uh, were wearing. Okay. I'm going to look at it and nod seriously. I will. Thanks, David. I hope we dance again soon. As do I. Now I must be off! And with a flash, this good David Bowie's gone. And there's some attendant really mad because he left with, like, a microphone still attached to him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they, like, quickly run over to make sure I don't leave with mine. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, if you were wondering why your television was briefly hijacked by a person with sequined skin today, or why the sun suddenly dimmed for exactly 8.735 seconds, this was why. While we are unable to comment on any relationship between Disco David Bowie and certain government organizations, it is very clear that DDB has some extremely potent super idol abilities. Stay tuned to CINN in the coming days as we attempt to track down this individual and get a scoop on his wide array of bizarre powers. In a flip from the earlier match with Elementum and Saint of Roses, however, it seems DDB's raw power was no match for Bane Kitten's stellar dance talents and dedication to her craft. While many fans were intrigued by this strange star man, no one could deny that Bane Kitten's tight moves and total command of the stage were the real deal. It is no wonder that DDB gave up on their own campaign for the spotlight in favor of turning it over to Bane Kitten. Hashtag good guy DDB indeed. In the broader picture, this solid win for Rhythmics is very encouraging to see. With so many of their other matches ending in ties today, we here at CINN have been wondering what will happen as Rhythmics moves forward in the SingStar tournament. Due to how the initial scores are calculated, ties are fairly common in the qualifiers. Once the official tournament begins, however, each round must result in an elimination. Can Rhythmics keep relying on peace and love as the more cutthroat parts of SingStar approach? Or will the power of friendship win the day in the end? Only time will tell. Thank you all for tuning in for our catch-up tournament coverage today. It's too bad we don't have any behind-the-scenes footage for you from these matches. I would love to see what some of the conversations between these competitors was like in the green room afterwards. What we do have coming up tomorrow is an afternoon focusing on Rhythmix's infamous rivals, Sagittaria. For Cadence Idol News Network, I'm Melody Parsons. Good night. Psst. Hey. Hey, you. Yes, you. It's me, Karen. You want to check out what's going on in the green rooms? Come with me. I know Shortcut. Oh, oh, me? Oh, I'm not going to listen in. I've done enough of that with my friends. But you listen all the time. Everyone's cool with it, so you're fine. Go on in. You can hear what Selena and Vivi are up to first. Catch you later. Yeah, I think Selena will be like, hey, um, I noticed your boss or whatever she is. I don't know. But if you ever need help dealing with, you know, any problems, you can come to me. And she'll like write her number on a card and, and hand it to her. Or if, you know, you just want to have a fun time. And she'll like it. I think Vivi is like more comfortable than before this performance. And also, also there's a certain point where you're you're too, you know, physically and emotionally exhausted to like feel awkward and takes the card and smiles and says there's more going on there than I can explain but I appreciate it thank you and listen if you you know get a call from someone who for legal reasons is a friend of mine you know say hi and winks <laughs> you got it okay well 
I uh, might have pissed off whoever that was. Can't remember the name. Which vaguely familiar. <laughs> like, I don't know, some old timer used to be popular or something. They're not up with the current generation. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's downplaying, like, oh, yeah, an old hack. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he probably needs some time to cool down. So I'll get going and uh, see you later, hopefully. My audience will be dying for me to hang out with you and have you on a video. So I'll be uh, thrilled to have you. I think your phone is already blowing up with <laughs> notifications <laughs> demanding Selena XVB now. <laughs> Selena shouts for her friends, Barry! Quinn, it should be a time. Let's go. We gotta we gotta run this up. And then she just like runs off to go do uh, idol tuber shit. <laughs> yeah, your your faithful social media team comes to your beck and call and follows. And then as soon as she's alone backstage, Vivi detransforms and just collapses into a chair. If we could do one last scene in the green room, I have one more thing. I would love to. Sure, we can do like a little like after episode stinger. Sure. Yeah. Ah, stinger. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, yeah, they have to go back to the green room to get their phones and stuff. Um, and I think Coyote Kate is actually waiting there for um, Coraline. And they, they run and they do a big hug. And Coraline, he, uh, he turns to you once they're in the green room and he, he says like, can I ask you something? Yeah, sure. Um, like he kind of looks to Coyote Kate, and he looks like really, really nervous. Um, like more nervous than you saw him on stage um, <laughs> through the entirety of it. Um, and he like starts signing to Coyote Kate, um, and she translates like, "Do you know Made Marvelous? And could you get her number and put her in contact with us?" Quimby is taken aback for like half a second. Coraline keeps signing and Coyote Kate translates again. Just like, um, we don't think her talents are being appreciated currently. And we think that she would really fit in with our group. <laughs> I, I think I can get a message to her. Coraline's face lights up and he looks really excited. <laughs> and like she comes towards you and like shakes your hand again, like... And it's just like, thank you. <laughs> I'll be honest, your show was really good at the Stormlight, but my favorite part was the horse. I get it. She was a big surprise upset, I understand. Honestly, she would be a much better fit for your style than whatever Sagittarius got going on. Coraline nods vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can ask uh, Rosette about it. Tiara's like probably visibly shaking at this point. Like that was very intense and more than she anticipated for sure. But she's also like super excited at the same time. Sort of mixed feelings. <laughs> um, I think the second they're in the back and like the doors are closed and there's like a moment or two of silence and Trixie kind of like hunches over shaking before just like, throwing her fists up and like basically screaming in joy and I think there's like actually kind of tears in her eyes um, <laughs> and she like turns back to Tiara and it's just like you were 
so cool. You have amazing powers. You need to use them more. I cannot believe that. Like, no, I just like in all the time that I've ever watched you, I've never, ever, ever seen anything like that. You're so cool. Tiara is definitely also like squealing with Dilla, like, oh, my God, that was so cool. Like, wow, you're so amazing. Those stairs were so cool. And like, uh, yeah, you can sing so well. I can't believe it. We have to collaborate. Uh, but I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> also, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make a crystal fall. So um, I'm really sorry about that. That's okay. You saved my life. You pulled me out of there. I didn't know what to do. I'd never been in a situation like that before. <sighs> my mom's going to kill me. <laughs> well, if she finds out. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I am going to be lucky if I make it to the next round because my dad is going to maybe ground me for life. <laughs> yeah, I think you saw in the end, like, he was happy for you, but he was also like, we're going to have to have a talk. He caught your eye at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I think Tiara's going to want to de-transform. Sure. <gasps> yeah, and you are in the room by yourself, so nobody else will see this. Yes, yes. She would be looking around first, making sure that, like, no doors are open, everything's okay. But she needs to relax, like, fully relax. So she de-transforms. And I think the first thing to notice when she de-transforms is that she's going to shrink a little bit. <laughs> because uh, and her hair gets shorter and gets darker. And um, it finally is back to jet black. And you'll see that the girl in front of you is 12 years old. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is fully, yeah. like, creamy mommy territory. <laughs> oh, my <Yes>. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's she's a little nervous. She's like, I I've never actually told anyone this. My parents don't know yet. They just think I'm working for Tiara. But um, please, please, please don't actually tell anyone. I promise I'll put you in a million videos. I'm just so tired. And also, you're so cool. Um, my name is Nanami, by the way. Um, yeah, Trixie's going to G-transform. <sighs> Not that drastic of a change. It's it's um, <laughs> the like glitter disappears and there's like freckles and her eyes go to like a dark brown kind of color. Um, and her hair actually goes like fully dark. Um, and they're in these like little buns and she just looks like like you know average teenage kid. And she just kind of blinks and is like, <laughs> "No, uh, your secret's definitely safe with me." I feel. Super bad now because I almost just killed a child. But as <laughs> long not... as you don't tell anybody about that, sure. And we can totally make videos together. <laughs> I'm not a child. I'm 12. I'm almost a teenager. But you're not. Oh, but I almost am. But close mm. enough. <laughs> oh my God. Lucia has someone shorter than her now. Shut up. She does like pat down on your head. Mm -hmm. Because... She has two little siblings. She knows how to handle this. <laughs> um, so she just like pats down on your head and is like, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. And the name's Lucia, by the way. Lucia. Wow, that's so pretty. <laughs> Yours is too. Thank you. I think in the hallway out muffled behind the door, you can actually hear the voice of the older lady from the audience uh, calling out, Nanami, where are you? It's time to go home. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Um, I have to go. Okay. Uh, yes, please don't tell anyone. I promise. Um, oh, what's your idol talk? I have to add you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will. Um, if you search your followers um, and you'll see Trixie with like 
you know, and a one and a three at the end. That's me. Oh, okay, okay, great. Um, well, I'll, I'll try to search that way. I have a lot of followers. I don't know if I can go through the list, but okay. Thank you so much. I will definitely talk to you later. We'll definitely do something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, she's gonna like. Like clearly, like she's in extremely plain clothes, and um, she throws on a backstage pass, uh, like a badge uh, around her neck. Yeah, sing star tournament volunteer badge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, mom, I was just helping out with um, uh, Tiara's cool down, but it's okay. We can go home. <laughs> oh, don't don't worry about it. I'm I'm glad that the nice young lady that you've been helping uh did so well today i think she she's very much has been benefiting from your help it looks like she's amazing right i'm so glad you like her Mm -hmm. it's not my style of music but she's very enthusiastic i i appreciate her energy and she certainly makes people happy yes i think that's all she cares about (laughs) she wants to make everyone happy and she certainly makes you happy and that makes me happy so (laughs) and she she pats your head and and gestures for you to follow her to go home with her (laughs) everyone is treating her like a cat that's the secret to her cat uh, motif (laughs) patting her on the head (laughs) my heart is crying so precious (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I think that's where you part ways you can probably wave to each other as Nanami gets taken home and you finish out your first exciting day at SingStar yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Lucia just finds her family and heads on home. Purposely um, walking as close to her mom as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think your your dad is, is eyeing you, but I think he wants to let you bask in your success for a little while before <laughs> the talk comes. Oh. And your your siblings, I think uh I think you get scooped up by <laughs> by Teo uh, at one point and like oh <laughs> you you did will so you good, put, little sis. <laughs> will you put me down? <laughs> Never. <laughs> he puts you up on his shoulders. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm now just the headcanon, big tall buff of <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I imagine Teo is very tall. Yeah, <laughs> just big old swole nerd. I love that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, and then they all go home. <laughs> so cute. Thank you so much for listening to Super Idols RPG. And thanks to the wonderful cast of today's episode. Valerie slash Violence Violet was played by Dane Alexa who can be found on Twitter, at AuthorX. Angie slash Bane Kitten was played by T. Jaden slash Elementum was played by Drac, who can be found on Twitter, at Draconics. Alan slash Queen Bee was played by Luca, who can be found on Twitter, at QueenBE1516871. Lucia slash Trixie was played by Liv Chavez, who can be found on Twitter, at LiveInADay. Special guest commentator Melody Parsons was voiced by Nancy Situ, who can be found on Twitter at xdevlin. Special thanks as well to all our tournament guest players for this episode. The Saint of Roses was played by Keith Asada, who can be found on Twitter at Keith Asada. Blue Stallion was played by Lance Rando, who can be found on Twitter at Bibliophage413. Radiant Tiara 
was played by Ayumi Shinozaki, who can be found on Twitter at Ayushinos. Disco David Bowie was played by Lucas, who can be found on Twitter at Earl of Winnipeg. And Selena Tsukino was played by Alexis Sarah, who can be found on Twitter at Transcomics. Dialogue, cleanup editing, and structuring for this episode was done by Kathleen Childs, whose work can be found on the Sword of Symphonies and Roar to Heaven podcasts at peachgardengames.com. GMing, final editing, and mastering for this episode was done by me, Aaron Cerise. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron Cerise, and you can find more information and art for Super Idols on our website at superidolsrpg.wordpress.com. Special thanks to our $5 a month cheerleaders on Patreon, Adam K., All Whale Shell, Circus, Eric Kune, Great Big James, LCG, Luca, Lumi Melon, Naomi, Peach Garden Games, Rowan B., and T. This campaign is played using Masks, a new generation, written by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games, with custom moves by Aaron Cerise and Zach P. Our ending theme is Born to Drive Me Crazy Instrumental by Humans Win, and is under license from Storyblocks.com. Some music and sound effects in this episode appear under a Creative Commons license, including tracks by The Disco Participation Matrix, Lick and Riff, The Sly Five Band, Asinet, Itinerant Monk 108, and Lungry. More details on these tracks can be found in the show notes for this episode. All other incidental music and sound effects for this episode are licensed from storyblocks.com and freesound.org. Thank you all for listening, stay well, and goodbye until next time.